Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Thing Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. <laughs> Chris Wolfhard. <laughs> and Dr. Agro. <laughs> Here on Gigaboots. I'm not sure if you guys saw this. <laughs> well, what's, complete, uh, what's in the news? Uh, in the news, a completely invisible thing stopped uh, corporate consolidation. I don't know. It's it uh, completely crazy. <laughs> he said uh, cloud gaming will never work. Well, it worked once. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly did. I, I think it's time, Dan, for you to, to, to give the stadia a Viking's funeral. It's earned it. <laughs> uh, it. It did its duty, and now it needs to rest. <laughs> yeah, I think, it, I think it earned it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Thing Dimension. <laughs> Phil Harrison finally getting something done. You know? <laughs> I was. It was amazing. It was like in an anime when an opponent takes a fierce stance and it, like a fire eagle or something comes out of his body. <laughs> it was like one of those. They knocked him down at Stadia, but then he just stood back up and did a pose. Right. And unfortunately, it was such a strong aura. <laughs> he like died five episodes ago, but now he's back. <laughs> But this, unfortunately, burnt the rest of his spirit, so he's never coming back. Stadia is literally the villain who appears to the hero, like, in the dream dimensions. Like, you defeated me, and this guy's gonna kill you? <laughs> we hit him with the flashback to give more context, but, but why Phil Harrison? Why not have Call of Duty on Stadia? <laughs> I also saw references to uh, the end of JoJo's part one with uh, Dio being oh, held God. by Joseph. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, that killed me. I was like, oh, my God. He's just cradling right. Bill Spencer. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's dead. <laughs> Anyways, hello, everyone. What's up? You, you, you might see the opening. Chris had a horrible premonition up there at the top. I have to reveal my horrible premonition. Yeah, what is it? We actually don't know. Yeah, he didn't tell us. We're scared. Well, yeah. I, so I was at the store, and DiGiorno is doing a promotion with Assassin's Creed. <laughs> okay. Not a specific game. Okay. All right. Assassin's Creed. And it's it's a, it's some bullshit. You buy a DiGiorno pizza and take a picture of your receipt and fucking send it in, and you get some kind of shit for odyssey origins or valhalla the three last ones mm -hmm. i had a terrible vision of the future where ubisoft can't release new games they're they're broken and on fire right so they're gonna they're gonna announce and launch assassin's creed infinity mm -hmm. and the first part of it will be three bizarre free-to-play versions of those games That feels very real. That is dire. I mean, it's a big hub. Why wouldn't they have the old games in there? Right. Of course <laughs> you want to just have weird, demented versions of games that are already out and exist. Mm -hmm. 
to fill your new exciting hub of brand you really enjoy. The free-to-play versions are literally the same game, just no changes except to the leveling curve. Oh god! Changes to the leveling curve. Um, you can earn by doing though the missions in them. You earn a teeny tiny admit amount of the free currency that you'll be able to use to roll for characters in Assassin's Creed X. <laughs> You're not able to stealth. Real assassins pay for premium. Oh god! And it has the pop up. And for some reason, it looks like a Kino Fabino edit. There's just a lady who looks like your penis is too small. You can see it on her face. And it's like, real assassins pay for premium. Wait. <laughs> there's, a, there's a video on YouTube. It's true. <laughs> no way. Uh, Linus Tech Tips goes through a bunch of PCCs built ever. And then at his old job, NCIX, he, he finds a photo he made while working there where he's like, yeah, I tried to get this, this company Munchkin or Mushkin, I can't remember, to sign up for this marketing deal. And the marketing deal literally was, it's not you, it's your PC. And it was stock images of ladies being disappointed and a guy looking sad. He's like, weirdly, they didn't bite. <laughs> And everyone in the room's like, good. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Linus? <laughs> yeah, everyone he was showing was like, man, I, I used to like this company. I can't believe they would do that. And was like, well, they didn't do that. They, I did this. I did this. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> We're really glad you didn't get your way, Linus Tech Tips. <laughs> uh, ugh. I don't, you know, can we just not open it? Like, no matter how big the news is with Assassin's Creed Hub, future can we never open a big thing talking about it ever again <laughs> well we luckily we won't have to do that because the next time it'll be real and be in news yeah and also somehow be incredibly minor because ubisoft is now like a tenth of the company that once was i thought this was gonna yeah, be somehow has 10 times as many employees as any other company in the industry right, right. It's like Microsoft's going to acquire them and you'll see the chart and everyone will get confused how they have that many employees and haven't turned out a game anytime recently. Because I'm, I'm not sure you guys have seen the pie chart of how big Activision Blizzard King is compared to both Bethesda and Microsoft combined. Mm -hmm. But it's really absurd. It's like, holy crap. I don't know if you know the natural order things, but generally the smaller thing doesn't eat the bigger thing. Mm -hmm. That's not usually. Well, number of employees well, doesn't well, matter. Well, money is fake now. So, well, actually mm -hmm. money used to be fake. It yeah. is very real once again, which is why all these companies are now bleeding out. It's yeah. what allowed Discovery to eat Warner Brothers and then immediately burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burning! Yes, it's just going up. Yeah, I don't know how there's anyone out there rationally like thinking something good could come of the Microsoft deal when we just had that happen. I don't. It, but because we, people, we shouldn't talk about that yet, I guess. Right. We'll get into that in the news. We'll, 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 spend, we'll spend six hours talking about that later. Right. Exactly. For now, we got to get into what we played. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? What did we play last Friday? We played Advanced Wars, the remake on the Reboot Switch. Camp. Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp. Um, okay. On the Nintendo Switch by Way Forward. Um, I don't... 
I don't think this needs to be a long segment. If you have a friend who likes Advance Wars, locally or online, that might be a good way to play Advance Wars against them, in that it is a way to play Advance Wars mm -hmm. against them. There's some really cute animations, and some of the songs are pretty, pretty good. The art's nowhere near as good as the original pixel art. The original's better. Uh, hey, Bob, did you have anything you wanted to say? Yeah, you should just play the original. Like, it. this feels like such a side grade. <laughs> like, it, yeah. there's, yeah, yeah. It, it, there's no it's one really part that's definitively better. <laughs> it's stunning how they just did nothing that would have made that not the case. Like, if they had fully voice acted the game, that'd have been something. That'd have been like, yeah, if you want voice acting, play this version. Right, But they right. didn't even fully voice act it. They... Vo they did like sub visual novel where they do barks. They like they don't even have barks. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. They'll once say in a while, they'll half of one line sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Just like, come on, try a little harder. Yeah. And also, half, no half UI's is... redesigned. Mm. I mean, it is to, to its detriment of like this. I saw people flipping out that the UI cuts off before the elements that fit in it. And I'm not saying they're wrong to do that, but I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, there are, there are a number of uh, things that should be better about this version, like the art for the units on the map are not as good as they should be. Mm -mm. Um, maybe if they went this direction, we're able to strap way more graphics fidelity features, you know, on it, like certain types of shading and other things that it would get closer to what you would expect. So what I'm saying is this might be a mirror of fate situation <laughs> where they saw it on their PCs and they're like, this looks great. Mm -hmm. And then they started pairing back to get it to run on the switch. And they went, oh, this looks shippable. Um, the AI has changed and that wasn't a major issue, but it did change three different maps in the campaign uh, because apparently it is just two's AI is what people tell me. It made the last level of the game take forever. Yeah, it made that a nightmare. Yeah, that was, what, two and a half hours on just the last mission? Also, wow. getting to the last mission, then that's what made me realize I had beaten this game before. Because here's the fun thing about the campaign of Advance Wars. <laughs> there is no plot. Yeah, literally none. You just are yeah, drunkenly it, walking it, between countries like, I guess I should fight you. <laughs> that's it, Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. It really is, like... It's funny that Be that Mega Man Battle Network came out like on top of this. Yes. Cuz they're both very based on like the toyetic animes of like the early aughts and the late 90s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. where it's like you could you could swap out it being an actual war with a board game and it would be indistinguishable from yeah. any of those. It would mm -hmm. actually make a lot more sense as they tonally. Yeah, as they use human lives for a game. <laughs> it's like I got to test you. Kill 30 of my men. <laughs> I like I like Sony's redesign. Yeah. In reboot camp. Yeah. I like that she outsmarted you guys once. That was funny. <laughs> Do you mean when she destroyed the when, game? <laughs> no, I mean when she snuck a guy behind your lines and just stuck him on your capital. Yeah, that yes, was funny. That was messed up. I was like, great. guys, the entire last playthrough of this game I did, this didn't happen once. So glad it's happening live here on Twitch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really don't have much else to say, though, other than I really expected to come into the game and forgive a certain someone who's playing Max for their performance thereof. And 
you know, be be like, oh, I shouldn't be such a hater. They nailed it. But every time he said a line, I'm like, you're the worst actor in this game. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other people start as like YouTube celebrities and whatnot and become voice actors and have some desire to act. Clearly, clearly he doesn't. Shit. In the last week, uh, Pro ZD um, made that tweet where he's like, so is that crazy? Aren't you like a YouTube video guy? Are, are you going to be able to like do this? Have you ha, have you done this before? And it's like, Ugh. and he posted his IMDb credit quantity, and it's like a hundred and one rolls. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like. Right. Uh. Anyway. But yeah, I as an Advance Wars fan, I'm not upset at all that I bought it for sixty dollars. It's like a new way to play Advance Wars. Hmm. It's a new way to do the multiplayer. It's neat. Um, so I appreciate it on that level. Um, should it have been better? Yes. Should they have fixed the infinite glitch? Yes. Because in that stream, I get stuck in Sonya's infinite Tsukiyomi, mm-hmm. where the moment my cursor goes over one of two squares, it freezes the game. <laughs> yeah, that was a nightmare. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... Anyway, I'm done talking about it. Did you want to say anything else? Not really. Yeah, there's really not much going on in Advance Wars. Nope. Uh, which means I move on to the next game I played. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? I played Mega Man Battle Network 3, and I beat it. Oh, you did? Yes, Bob. I beat Battle Network 3. I'm worried about these. the way you're saying this. <laughs> Like, did you achieve a moral victory over the game, or? There's going to be mild mechanic spoilers for the end of Mega Man Battle Network 3, so if you don't want to hear these mild mechanic spoilers, and I mean, I mean truly mild, then please wait until the music ends. So the game's fine. There are some difficulty spikes, uh, but a lot of it's cake. There's... A lot of tedious grinding. It's much worse than Battle Network 1 or 2 in the tier of we couldn't afford content. So run to the opposite ends of the internet over and over. And that's the whole game. Put put it put it succinctly. You could cut five hours from this game and it would still have too much padding. Oh, man, that's a lot. It is. That's a lot. what I remember. Oh. So end of the game. OK. Very end of the game. You get to the final boss, and it's it's a tradition in these. It's two bosses in a row. Okay. You don't get to save or heal in between. Admittedly, in this one, they automatically heal you. The first of the two bosses, you have to do 100 damage in a single hit to remove its shield in order to damage it at all. My entire deck can't do that. What? Because I built my deck about around wrecking motherfuckers. I didn't build it around arbitrarily doing 100 damage in a single hit. Mm-hmm. I have things that hit multiple times for 40 damage that do 120. My entire deck's like this. Right. So obviously so you, when just, I you went that... back and ground until you found something that no, could do No, I that. had things in my library I could incorporate that do over 100 damage. Mm-hmm. And I took one swing like that. And I worked first boss down to like 300 health. And then 
looking back on the way too many hours I put into this game where they couldn't afford to make the content or didn't have the space on the cartridge to make the content. So I had just been running to the opposite ends of the internet for what feels like at least 12 hours. I turned on Max Buster mode and just wrecked him and then tried the final final boss and saw that it was also, it was in fact, conceptually, more reasonable than him. Mm -hmm. Because it did not have a shield that requires <laughs> you to do 100 damage in one lump sum in order to damage it at all. But I didn't care at that point. So I, I, on the second time of hitting the final, final boss, I, I left the Max Buster mode on. For people who don't know Max Buster mode makes your buster, your single pellet shot, do like 100 times more damage. So yeah, I uh, opened up like an Uzi on that dude and just wrecked him so I could see the ending. Mm -hmm. Because guys, an important part, I did not play Live Alive, which I graciously got a code from Square Enix to play this week because Battle Network 3 would not end. <laughs> that is not it, what made it feel like grinding filler. Yes, I got that code two days ago and I was like, okay, oh. Battle Network, let's, let's wrap it up. And it's like, no, I have... I have no material, but I will make you keep running to the opposite ends of the internet. I'm like, how is this? How is this? Damn, what? I wish I had thought of the code angle. I bought, I pre-ordered it the second it became available for PS5. <laughs> I booted that game up, looked at the character select, went, oh man, look at how gorgeous that looks. It's so crisp with this font and this resolution. I'm so glad I didn't play and this on the Switch. And back to walking. Yep. Back to <laughs> man, yeah. I just saw you basically in tears over there while I was playing yeah. Xenoblade. And you were I was like... playing the Xenoblade DLC on the other side of the room while I'm beating what is yet again one of the worst RPGs I've ever beaten. That's insane. I don't. The weird. Mm, I would only ever recommend Battle Network Two is currently how it stands. Because Battle Network 1 has problems. Battle Network 3 is so much filler. There are two tournament arcs in Battle Network 3 in a certain way. I will not clarify. All right. Sure. Both of them can be removed from the plot without affecting anything. I was like, well, clearly one of them is the ending. That's why Dan doesn't want to talk about it. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Never mind. So uh, I liked Battle Network 2 a lot. Uh, I will be completing all the Battle Network games, but I've realized after almost 60 hours of Battle Network or whatever, mm -hmm. let's be generous and say 50 and that the hour count went up because of all the times I paused the game and went and then watched a YouTube video. I, 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 I phrased it to Bob yesterday as such. I said, Bob, you know, you're probably not in a good head uh, mind space when you say I earned a break from this game. Mm -hmm. That's always bad. Like that's not how that's supposed to work i like battle network i like the combat ideas i like the world i like a lot of things about it i really wish these games would stop being heinous padding filled things just to get their play count like their their length up to 20 hours it's like it's okay guys you can well, be 13 there's a post game right well they released 85 of them on the game boy advance they yeah. released one like every four months so it makes sense that eventually uh-huh it caught up to them and they couldn't put enough content in them. Yeah, they yeah. just couldn't draw enough new backgrounds to make anything. It's even crazier because I booted four for a second mm -hmm. and I saw immediately and it was funny. Some of them thought they needed to explain this to me and I'm like, you can look at it and if you played the first three, you figured out frame one. They redid all the graphics in the game to make everything smaller so they could save space on the cartridge. Oh my god. 
So it was really weird because Battle Network 1, 2, and 3 have so similar graphics, like literally identical for every character, every every place that is between all of them. And then you get to 4 and it's like completely new art style. Everything is smaller. It's crazy. Does it look good at all? Or- uh, I, w- I would say I would say of the small amount I've played, uh-huh. which is very small. 95% of what I saw was a flat upgrade, but jarring to deal with. And then 5% was just one terrain in cyberspace where I went, you kind of look like shit. <laughs> You're not even like trying to be an old thing. You're trying to be your own new thing, but your own new thing looks like shit. So maybe, maybe try not doing that. Um, unfortunately, that's going to be one of the most repeated environment types. Yeah. Because uh, if you jack in... To any uh, computer anywhere in the world, they have a generic square. This is the entire Battle Network series. It just has a square. Doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't do anything. Basically, every random computer you could explore in the world has that, and one of the four corners has treasure in it. (laughs) So you have to run slowly to the opposite ends of the square in order to see if there is treasure. So yeah, that terrain was the one that looked like shit. So I'm gonna see that like 300 times before the end of this game. Cool. Technically, it's a diamond. Check this out. <gasps> it's isometric, you fool. Your head is tilted. Anyway, so I'm interested to go back to that a long time from now. Yeah, yeah. You you sound like you need a break from this franchise. <laughs> I need a break because there are some really great games out right now that I want to play, mm-hmm. like Live a Live or Live a Evil, which is what the title says. Live Alive or Live Alive. The title says Live a Evil. I don't know. Like you can't read backwards flip font. That's on you, bro. <laughs> but yeah. They sure should have given any of these any any amount of time to be made. Yeah, it does seem crazy. It's like nine months between each one or something. Yeah, and it keeps going. That's yeah. I wonder why there's weird stagnation in horrible design ideas. <laughs> yeah, Battle Network Two had a little bit of that padding where it's like run to the opposite ends of the internet, but it was overall pretty good about it. And then three was like that problem easily eight times worse. So I was like, I'm just not able to function anymore. I can't love you through this anymore. I can't see how anyone anywhere on the internet lists this as the best Battle Network game because two is right over there. They also do some stuff where they have a quirky customization mode in order to upgrade your stats. Mm -hmm. You know what I like in an RPG? What's that? Getting stronger by getting a currency to get stronger, whether that's experience or collectibles. Right. I don't like having to solve the world's weirdest Tetris box in order to line up the code in oh, order I to like get that. stat upgrades. You think you like that. I played I played this game. I, I remember just, liking it. Maybe I'd be like, oh, I, I no longer have infinite time for this sort of thing. They're like, make sure you don't line up these colors. I'm like, okay. Okay, they're not lined up. And they're like, you did it wrong. And I'm like, what do you... They're like, no, no. When we say line up, we mean touch. I'm like, but, but 
Okay, and then there's a command line. It's way too esoteric and complicated for me to explain here. Mm -hmm. I just liked being able to get a power-up collectible in the environments to then raise a stat by one point. Is that how two did it? That's how one and two do it. Oh. You know, getting stronger as you continue in an RPG in a way that's sane <laughs> instead of hoping you can fit the correct corner pieces together. That That seems like it'd be a good, like supplementary system to a regular level up right, system yeah like if it was like, that I wouldn't, your, I wouldn't complain like yeah. if that's your equipment system that could be cool i've heard from some people i've heard from everyone four sucks <laughs> i've heard from some people five is really great and i barely hear anyone ever say anything about six other than it is the canonical end so they better not make a seven which is funny because if you beat three, three actually also feels like an ending. Huh. Do you think someone at Capcom while making three is like, bro, we are not getting another game out of these assets. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what made them think, uh, yeah, make it seem like a real ending ass ending. It's like all these different plot points throughout one, two, and three come together and get resolved. And there's an emotional delivery and hook at the end. And there's a theme of growing up, maybe, and all these other things. And, and then four just opens like, hey, what's up? It's fine. Seven, you'll just play as Lan's son, who looks exactly like Lan. <laughs> I mean, that seems like where they're fucking going with it, with them dropping a new chapter of the manga a while back. Like, that seems that's, so obviously like what they would do. That's what I wanted. I wanted Boruto for Battle Network. <laughs> anyway, I'm done well, talking about Battle well, Network. Well, Dan, yeah. it wouldn't be like Boruto because a competent artist would work, <laughs> work on it. Oh. Hey, Bob! Hey! Uh, did you play anything you want to talk about? Yeah, sure. I played some stuff. Okay, what stuff did you play? I finished up Rusted, Rusted Moss, which is that game I played last week. Um, which is the Metroidvania was a uh, grapple hook mechanic and an insane amount of uh, explorability and just non-linearity. Uh, it, it's real good. I, I got, I beat it. And I got all the endings. There's multiple endings to get. They're all like have a dark fairy tale feel to them because this whole thing, like I said, it's based on the Fae. So got lots of weird stuff happening. That was cool. I definitely just trying it out. I think there's even a demo. Wait, yeah, right. You have yeah. to go to like itch.io to get the demo. But you, you can get a demo. Hmm. Uh, the other things I played. I played Xenoblade 3 Future Redeemed. Stop bragging. <laughs> <laughs> How was Xenoblade 3's DLC so far? How many hours have you put in it? I probably dropped like 10 hours in. Wow. Like that. I guess I guess it's like the size of the one for two that was like twenty, I think. It it does seem really big in the Okay, so you guys played Xenoblade 3. Yeah. You know that yes. that game starts with hours of tutorials. And then I made the yes. joke of during the ending, it will have a tutorial explaining this is the ending of the game and you have to watch it. <laughs> and then after you watch that cutscene, there will be credits. <laughs> So the tutorials also make a return. <laughs> oh. Because they do have a lot of new systems. <laughs> oh, okay. And I understand it. 
But it's really funny to be right back into the beginning of Xenoblade. Well, at least there are new systems. Yeah, they're not re-explaining anything. It's always like, this is what, what makes this different in Future Redeemed. See, this is Rex's need-to-get-laid counter. And when it hits zero... <laughs> Go on, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, like a tooltip pops up, this is Rex. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Dan, like... It didn't even seem like that child had the capacity to grow up this big. Like, like he, I thought he was 15 or 16, like already done. You're like, that, that guy's 80% there. Right. No, he was like 30. <laughs> he was halfway to fully grown. <laughs> I think he's supposed to be 15 in Xenoblade too. So he just was a late bloomer and he's like fucking... Yeah, eat 60 eggs, child. You're now eight feet tall. <laughs> the, right? the extended ending of Xenoblade 2, you just hear like the sound of somebody unzipping a suitcase and he just comes out of the top of himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Shulk's voice is back, like his voice actor. Oh, that's great. But uh, Rex's isn't, which I think would have been hilarious if they had stuck with the old Rex voice Are actor. you preparing for the death you want, little man? I wonder if anyone's upset. I wonder if they're like, this guy can't say the line about making ladies cry. <laughs> I assume everyone understands that he's going for something very different with this version of Rex. But it would still have been really funny if they didn't. Yeah. I, I, has he not said that yet? I'll be stunned if you get through that whole DLC without him saying it. That's going to be in the final battle. He hasn't said it yet. He hasn't. Considering that, uh, considering that, as I saw, because people posted on Twitter, if you like prod Shulk during like the looking at the equipment menu, he says, I'm not really feeling it. It seems inevitable. There, there it seems are... inevitable for them to say it for for them to revisit the uh, the salvagers code, I think is what it is in Xenoblade 2. Holy shit. There are a lot of fan reference things that I feel like. It would be weird if they didn't. Like, there's a, a moment where where someone's like, I'm going to go play music, and the kids are like, oh, thank you. I want to hear Guar Plains. <laughs> like, what? And then the kids clap, and everyone's happy. <laughs> Jesus. And I've been, I've been running to the opposite ends of the internet over here while he's... Yeah, Fuck I'm off. excited to play this at some point, because I'm, I'm seeing the things that Pete... The weird... That kind of thing where it's like, this is from some, this is, there must be some reason I am seeing the guy who looks like Faye from Xenoblade with a can of baked beans next to him. There has to be a reason. Okay. So the, the Nintendo of Europe needs to be stopped. Why is that? One of the main lines that the main character, Matthew, says mm -hmm. is, I'm feeling full of beans. He will say that. <laughs> And he will keep saying it. I do not know what it means. Man, Battle Network I... would have done even better if that was the catchphrase when they jack in. <laughs> I'm feeling full of beans. Yeah. That is, beans, that is a what? saying what? that is like, <laughs> I'm in high spirits. He's full of beans. He's full of beans. Full of beans. <laughs> Thinking about them beans. Thinking about but it is, it's, it is weird because they tend to avoid like having a character's catchphrase be Bob's your uncle or uh -huh. shit like that. Yeah, usually. But, the, but we gave Nintendo Europe too much power. They're not we, off the leash. Just so we're clear, this is all Reggie's fault. <laughs> yeah. 
if you I mean if 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 the Wii era of Nintendo hadn't like been like uh, what's localization we don't actually know mm-hmm. then maybe we wouldn't be here right well that's that's Reggie's fault for not figuring out a way to bring over like fucking Xenoblade he could have done it he could have for some reason though he's like I'll let Europe do it, and then when people complain, we'll just use theirs. (laughs) Reggie had a really fucking bizarre idea of what, like, made a Nintendo game. Because, like, my understanding is that he personally got involved and is like, no, we're not bringing over Disaster Day of Crisis. That doesn't fit our brand. Yeah, I mean, this is the guy who thought we were all excited for Excite Truck, so... Mm. Yeah, he definitely has a weird idea of what people with Nintendo systems are interested in. He kind of he seems to have a not great idea of what anybody is interested in, considering he immediately started getting into metaverse shit. Right. As soon as he left. Another really funny thing Matthew says, you know how they have everyone has jump quotes when they when they jump, they make sounds. Mm -hmm. Most of his are normal. He has three. Yeah. One sounds like. Uh, he's yelling and then it, it cuts him off abruptly. So it's like, ah! <laughs> not, not as good. I, I think, I think in all of video games, the best, the best one is uh, Neptune yelling, I'm a kangaroo whenever she jumps in any of the Neptunia games. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> That's really good. Uh, her others, I think, are boy oying, and I forget what the last one is. But yes, if you that is why if you play an Neptune game, you're legally obligated to jump constantly. <laughs> uh, also, your side character, like you start with two characters and the cats expands out. But this, the character of Matthew is with you the whole game so far. Uh-huh. Is her name is A, just letter A. So a lot of the times, it sounds like. Massey just has an accent or is doing a like, oh, that's that's how it is, eh? Like, it's just <laughs> like a, a, a turn of phrase, not mm. her name. Not addressing a living person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's cool. Um, but one of the new main system for leveling up they've added here is really interesting and super motivates you to do everything in the environment. Because uh, it all earns you affinity points. Uh-huh. So you kill, like, enough of a monster and you get affinity points from it. So, like, oh, they're, they're wolves. You need to kill five wolves. And then you get affinity points, which you can then spend on, like, a skill tree. Okay. And the same thing for exploring new areas, seeing events, and uh, finding collectible items in the environment. So it really motivates you actually collecting every single thing you see on the ground. Uh, and the collectible stuff also gets used to rebuild stuff in the environment. You know how you found buttons that turned on ladders in Xenoblade 3? Yeah. Now you have to actually use resources and build those ladders. And, and, then, and then you make a zip line, and then you drive a truck, and then you drink monster energy drink. <laughs> there is a zip line, but there's no monster energy drink or truck yet. Yet? Just um, you wait. Uh, but that... That's really neat and adds a uh, more like desire for me to explore literally everything. And a lot of times behind a, a pay for ladder, you'll find like a relic, a big fancy treasure box that holds a relic. Mm-hmm. And those do things like you'll find an upgrade that'll let you get like more item slots or something. Because instead of just uh, getting those two story events where you unlock the ability to use more arts or use more items or accessories or whatnot. They're literally things you find in the environment and then you can just use on whichever character you want to. 
It's like, mm -hmm. okay, so this character can have two accessories, but the rest can't right now because I've only found one of the accessory upgrades. It's a really neat system, and it's making me take way longer than I probably should in this game, but whatever. I've... Ah, it's fine. It's not like there are any other major releases. No. Anytime soon. None. Definitely not in None a few that hours. are finished. I have no. <laughs> Bastards. <sighs> I really hope the PS5 version of that Star Wars game is okay, it's but it's not. Might. No, somebody. Oh, no, they, it, with... it came out already. It's fucked on every platform. Jeez. Yeah, it is very. Like, it, it, it's full on. You're crashing back to the. Like it full on crashes. Oh, awesome. Come on. A lot of texture popping, enemies despawning at random. <sighs> so sad that looked so cool it does i had i had some reviewers say the last game that was this fucked up at launch that they played was was days gone mm. days, days gone was gone pretty, was rough pretty at fucked up at launch yeah i know that now i assume those reviewers didn't play cyberpunk <laughs> they just drove past that dumpster fire they're like nope you can't trick me this time um, well, a big a big part of the controversy with Cyberpunk when it first came out was um, almost everybody reviewed the PC version. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which was borderline acceptable for a PC version, and and then the the, the, the console versions, which were just PS4 and Xbox One at the time, right. were horrid jokes. Mm -hmm. God. God, that pisses me off. Did you have anything else? Uh, I guess that's all I should say about Xenoblade 3. Okay. It, it seemed like really good DLC. Um, I bought that season pass, so I guess at some point I have to go back and play those new things they added to the original game mm. because there's like three characters or something. Oh. And that could be cool. Um, I also tried out Omega Strikers, which came out today. What is Omega Strikers? Uh, this is a top-down MOBA, but it's a soccer game. So you have like three characters on each team and you're trying to hit a ball into each other's goal. Um, it seems kind of neat. It's got some really cool character designs. Real quick, what's this on? This is, I think, only on Switch. Okay. Uh, they showed, it showed up at Nintendo Direct a few months ago, or I guess one month ago. Whenever that Forever ago. Yeah, it feels, it feels like a long time ago, but I don't think it was actually that long. Okay. Um. In, oh, is that one that visually looked like air hockey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like air hockey looking board. Okay, and I remember this. Thank you, Chad. It has a uh, intro done by Studio Trigger. It sure does. It, I saw that shit on my YouTube recommended, and I went, "There, Studio Trigger." Oh, it's just they did the intro for a thing. Okay, I'm good. Then <laughs> I didn't watch it. It's a good intro. Yeah, even, I don't even, doubt that. Even without having any interest in the game, like just. It's funny how they, they keep ended up doing those. Like they did that one for Shantae a long while ago now. And now this. Oh yeah, that was them. Mm -hmm. That was for the bad Shantae, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think that was the 2020 was it? one. I think it was, I think it was Half Genie Hero actually. Was it? No, that would have been way too long ago, right? Because that I was 2016. So. Maybe I'm completely, no, that was, it was. Seven sirens. Okay, I, a lot of people are okay, saying that. Okay, so it was one. the bad one. Yeah, yeah. like that makes sense. Cause I because remember that's that, when I remember... they started blowing up and doing a lot of commission work for things. And, mm -hmm. and I remember there was a, a weird difference between the way the art and game looked in the intro. <laughs> Which, you Imagine know, I just. That. 
I just uh, I got confused because I saw that intro like two years before I played that game because it was it wasn't real at first. It was on Apple Arcade. Exactly. Oh right. I forgot. How is Omega Strikers? Uh, it it seems neat. It also seems really like loose and floaty. Like it. I don't know if these MOBA mechanics work on a soccer game game like this. Like it just feels a little weird with how how well you're uh, hitting the ball matches up to hitting the ball. It's it's not quite there, um, but it does have a cool art style and it also has a lot of mechanics. I don't know if it'll actually become useful. I've only been able to play like two matches because this came out today. Right. Um, there's a whole mechanic round. You can beat up other players and then knock them out like a like Smash Bros. Like literally, you can, if you knock them to the edge of the screen, they get knocked out for a bit and they can't can interact cool. uh which could be cool like i said there's new character designs like uh, there's a cat girl with a holographic tail and she has some really good emotes like every every emote of a cat you could think of like okay there's her in a box there's her with knives pointed at her uh, there's her making that face like the, the two ladies are upset at the cat oh and then there's an emote of another character pointing like that <laughs> That's content value. Is she? Is there an emote where she asks if she can has cheeseburger? <laughs> I didn't see one. That's probably on the next uh, season pass, right? The battle pass. Is there a battle pass? There. It looks like there will be a battle pass. It would be weird if there wasn't, given it's a yo uh, moba. A yeah. yoba. Yoba. Um. The it. There's in-game currency you can buy stuff with, and it looks like there's pay for currency as well. I haven't been able to look too much into that. I literally glanced at the menu and it just looked like Pokemon Unite. Yes. I was like, it's structured hmm. better than that one. Cause I remember that one being a little bit of a nightmare to find all the different things. It's, oh, the menus. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas this is like, okay, here's your menu to, to look at your goals. Mm -hmm. And then that they're all the goals are there instead yeah. of like three. What, a, what a concept. I know. Uh, the only thing uh, UI design wise is I'm like, this is stupid is when you ready up, like if, once you start a game, there's this miniature, tiny little ready button at the very bottom of the screen under a giant versus logo and all the teams and all the stuff you're actually selecting in the like upper right corner. But the very bottom of the screen center, the tiniest ready button you could imagine. And you have to like, you have to go click it. over. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how? Uh... How? <laughs> Uh, Bob, chat wants you to confirm that this is, in fact, free to play. Yes, this is free to play. That explains That would affect... I mean, Bob wouldn't be playing it if it wasn't free to play. Yeah, like. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, you start with four characters, so you get, like, a, a team consists of three players on Let each team. Let me guess right now. Lucario? <laughs> <laughs> it would be hilarious if it's like, yeah, the cat girl just has Lucario's moveset. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. This this just looks like Mimikyu. I know they're trying to make knockoff Pikachu, but they ended up at a real Pokemon. <laughs> uh, but that's all I got to say about Omega Strikers, and that's everything I played. Okay. Well, uh, hey, Chris, what you been playing? Uh, I played some more Atelier Rise of 3. I made the mistake of trying to go directly for the upgrade that lets you get a bunch of points so you can unlock all the recipes really fast, which involves me doing a lot of grinding mm -hmm. right at the start. That was an ill decision instead of playing the game normally. Mm -hmm. um, it's 
This game is so fucking high budget compared to Sophie 2. I'm pissed that I bought that fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's just cool. Like, first of all, there's basically no loading gates. Uh, like, oh. the first thing they do is drop you in what is essentially the, the area of from Rise of One. It's like, yeah, go. You can you can look you can walk through all of it right now if you want. You see that uh, road over there? You can walk down it. <laughs> <laughs> there is still like the hallways between them because they're you know the original game did have loading, and they have to make it work in space. But are then there and I throughs. <laughs> uh, yes, there are sometimes squeeze throughs, but it's to get wow. to like one room to get a, a treasure it, it's it's a squeeze through in the sense of you have to notice it's there so you can get something bob it's okay if there's squeeze throughs in atelier thiza i i'm just uh, I, there I'm are crawling think... squeeze throughs which which keep the camera locked on her face Seems that's that it, could be funny oh. <laughs> and in fact if you go into photo mode and try to look too closely at her ass the model disappears <laughs> <laughs> I'm blaming you, Sony. This is your fault. <laughs> um, I'm calling my congressman to get mad at you. <laughs> so I thought I thought this game was gonna mostly use the area from the first game. The the, the second game had a whole sec separate area because the whole plot is she goes off to some different city. Um, I thought it was just gonna be okay. We we added new areas deeper into the areas in one. And we added this new area off to the side, like this new set of islands. And I thought that would just be it. But then they're like, no, go to this whole different continent, like four hours in, go to the new, go to this other continent, which has no loading gates at all. And it's like, you're almost going through like Xenoblade areas. That seems wow. crazy. In fact, you go to a city and I was stunned. I felt like I had transported back in time to like 2005 and what I thought RPGs would become. <laughs> where, it's, where it's like no you just walk just walk into the city there's not a loading gate also the city is much closer in scale to an actual city than pretty much any city in an rpg you know it's fucking huge one thing i forgot to bring up during bob's xenoblade segment is how many times i looked over at just a cutscene of people talking and i'm like xbox hasn't shipped a game that looks this good <laughs> i just that was combined with me going and Forspoken's over there on fire trying to do the same thing of have people talk and look good-ish. <laughs> Please. just <laughs> And Forspoken's like, uh, we're going to have the camera on a drone. It's up several stories high because otherwise you'll see this man's face is melting. Sometimes we just lock it behind the shop you're at. So you just see the back of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was hilarious. We're, Good lord. We're, we're, we're getting ever closer to what I really want, which is uh, a JRPG that's that's an Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> uh, but we're not quite there yet because the fact this is only a mid-tier game uh, makes itself known a little bit because it's like, yeah, there's not a lot of things in the big city. Like, there's a bunch of shops, but there's it's not populated by a vast array of unique-looking NPCs. Okay, one thing that bothers me when they try and make those cities bigger and make them seem more like real cities is you end up with really wide roads that look kind of bad and aren't fun to explore. Like, I, I always think of Final Fantasy XII. Does it have that sort of feel? No, it, it, it's better, and you run really fast. Okay. 
And, and also you have fast travel to any landmark you find, which are all over. That's good. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't expect them to go like a lot more open worldish to the point it was like, well, your base isn't on the continent that you went to. So now you can gather ingredients and build new bases in specific locations. And, the, and there's different types of bases that give you different benefits if you, if you use them. Like you can build a laboratory so you'll gain more skill points and skill points are used to unlock alchemy techniques or recipes. Like the, uh, the, the technique I'm, I'm, I'm rushing for is called item rebuild, which is the way crafting works in Atelier Ryza is you get a recipe. It has usually has two or three ingredients that must be there for you to make it. And then you can add other stuff to get different effects. Like you need to add an item with the under the fuel category to make this bomb do more fire damage, or you need to do this mm. to make, give the item a higher quality, but you only have so many items you can add to one recipe. It starts at six and you can, you can unlock more. I think you can get up to like nine or 10. But item rebuild just lets you pile items into a recipe, assuming you have uh, enough of the currency that it uses to do it. So to make the really badass shit, you have to uh, unlock item rebuild. And you get the currency from deconstructing things you find. You just go like, okay, burn all these low quality items. Now you have a bunch of the, of the I think they're just called crystals, of the crystals you use to do item rebuild. Ryza has probably the best one of these uh, like crafting systems because it's the most clearly understandable one. Not that the other ones aren't understandable, but I could get the best stuff in a Ryza game without looking up a guide, which I could not do in, in, in any of the other ones because it involves a lot of... Uh, okay, if you, if you get the trait called Strength, which makes, the, which makes equipment give you more strength, and you also put on the trait super strength that makes the equipment give you more, like twice as much strength. They combine into one trait that is even better than both of those combined. It's full of shit like that. Mm. But Rise is a lot more parsable. I'm excited to play more of it. I'm happy that the, the games sell well enough to have anything resembling a budget now. Boy, that last one sure fucking didn't. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's the Golden Week sale on PSN right now, so you can uh, pick up a lot of Atelier games for what approaches a reasonable price. Uh, and my suggestion is you can start with Ryza 1, Sophie 1, Rorona, or Aisha. Starting any, with any of those are fine. Ryza isn't dubbed, though. All the other ones are dubbed. All the other, the other three I just mentioned are dubbed. The, the, the titles weren't funny until he said Aisha. And I'm like, they, they just have a bunch of ladies' names as like Atelier Bethany. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what every that that is. I know that is what the titles are. It's killing the, me. The thing is that the, the the way someone explained it to me is like Atelier main characters are named. Uh, I, yeah, it's a good thing I, I had to hold this back until Bob was done drinking. Like if Tomino named a trans girl. <laughs> Because, like, the main characters, the, the, like, the very first Atelier game that I played was Rorona, and the main character's name is Rorolina Frixel. Okay, yeah, that's a Tomino-ass name. Yeah. That and really Totori, is. I think her name is uh, Totoori Lintz, I think is what her name is. 
No, no, Totoori Helmond is what her name is. All right. That does she sell mayonnaise? No, they're all alchemists. And I think and and the and Maruru's name is Meruru Mereru Lintz Reed Arles. Didn't we just run into the guy in bleach? Yeah, they all they all have fucking names like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I played one other thing. Oh, what'd you, what'd you play? I played I played Uncharted two. <laughs> Ooh, hey yo, <laughs> I was lurking. So here's my here's my recommendation for if you decide to play Uncharted two. Play it on normal until you get to the village, the battle in the village, then turn it to easy. <laughs> <laughs> So multiple times doing this content, I have alluded to the concept of the seventh gen game, where in the back half of the game, every encounter is filled with guys with rockets and sniper rifles. Yes, mm-hmm. because that is how you make a yep. game hard. Yep. Just look or at Ninja Gaiden 2. Motherfuckers with shields. I did not realize that Uncharted 2 is why I had that impression of seventh gen games. <laughs> not a wrong but they, impression. <laughs> But they sure, they sure do that, and, and and especially since I feel like the games that game's climax ha- is like lasts like three hours. Yeah, it does feel like it's gonna end any minute now for about two hours straight, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think it's neat that you get to do that much exploring in Shangri La, but it, I can't deny that those just feel like it should have ended at some point. There is one combat encounter in Shangri-La that's down in a waterway. Mm -hmm. I was getting upset. It took a while. (laughs) Because it starts with like, oh, there's three dudes with body armor and shotguns just trudging towards me down this narrow hallway with no cover. I guess I'm fucked. Pretty good game. Pretty all right game. Uh... The story sure is Amy Hennig writing what she thinks movies are like. I have a quick question for you, Chris. Yes. Spoilers for Uncharted 2, a game that came out 15 years ago. 14. <laughs> yeah, it's tw- it 2009, I think. Yeah, I always have to do the, the when did Gears launch of 360 Gears, da da da. How funny was it to you, the scene when he's just like, by the way, here's a bomb? (laughs) Yeah, that was insane. I laugh so hard every time I remember that scene. Yeah, it makes no sense. It always kind of upset me. It's so out of nowhere. It's hilarious. It's it's so bizarrely, like, it's also out of, bizarrely out of character for Flynn. Like, the character he was presented as up to that point. He... He seems like a guy who even his level of wanting to spite someone would never override his want to go on. Right. Yeah, it, they don't sell us on the idea that he's like term like like fatally injured. Right. Yeah. It's bad, but I just like, that seems so funny every fucking time I watch it. It is it is almost source filmmaker YouTube poop. Like it is damn near that tear. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot of stuff in Uncharted 2 that's just unbelievably fucking goofy. Like the villain is the it, the it, greatest villain like in it, all of Uncharted. Yes, Uncharted. It's like yep. if you just like put 
a stereotype of an 80s action movie villain and like ran it through like eight coffee filters to distill it down to its most pure and primordial form. Uh-huh. You get this dude. <laughs> yes. yes, he's bald, ripped, has a weird scar, got a Russian accent, yes. and he's unstoppable in a way that distinctly makes him inhuman. <laughs> <laughs> and he has an army that yes. isn't really explained. Yes. They just say he's a war a warlord. A warlord where? Yeah. Look, it's know, not I, America. I there aren't laws. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> There's a lot of technically impressive stuff in that game. There's there's there's, there's the train level, which uh you know was a bitch to do because Naughty Dog, uh, if you don't know this, most train levels in video games don't fucking move. The background moves and the shit you're on stays exactly where it is. Which mm. is why it looks really bad <laughs> most of the time. In, in, in Uncharted 2, that train is obviously moving, mm -hmm. which must have been a pain in the ass to make happen. Yeah. Yeah, I tuned into and your it, stream while you're doing that. I was like, this is still really impressive now. Yeah, there's a reason they don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking hard. Like the whole thing is looping contextually based on how far you've gotten, and then they'll loop into the next segment of terrain. It's the whole if, thing is fucking. It, it, ha nuts. it has gent like really gentle curves that affect fucking momentum of you. And grenades and dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah, it it it's cool. The there's also a lot of stuff that was like, well, this is a thing that would happen in an action movie, so we're going to do this this thing that would be cool in an action movie. And I'm like, it's not an action movie, it's a game. So uh, maybe not as fun. Uh, what pops out to me the most is the firefight where you're on a sign. Yes, I know exactly which one you're, you're talking about. You're hanging on a sign, and you have yeah. to jump around on the sign to get cover. Very cool conceptually would be an incredible thing to watch in a movie. Not very fun to play. Yeah, the fact I remember exactly what you're talking about tells me that that was a weirdly tough segment. I spent a lot of the city section in two hanging off of signs for cover, so I'm not pinning down a single scene here. Uh, you are with Elena? Is that her fucking name? Uh, that's the white girl, if you're talking about the other yeah, one. Yeah, Elena. Okay. You're with Elena. And you're you're escaping after Chloe betrays you for the second out of eighteen times in that game. She betrays you. Uh, I I just feel like I just feel like there's just these moments in Uncharted 2 story where I feel like the Dark Soul status effect, like jilted, should appear over Chloe. Yeah, where Drake like snubs one of her advances, and you see like the Tomino esque betrayal meter go yes. up. I I'm just imagining. Just at some random point in Uncharted 2, Chloe's uh, upset and just has the grenade like Flynn does. <laughs> See, I, 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 I just think like Chloe gets Chloe is jilted enough that like Paptimus Sirocco steps yes. out from behind a door and like ensorcels her. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You you need to you need to take you try to take down a, a Lazarvich with a fucking ramming your ship into him. <laughs> So here's how much Flynn sucks. If his plan had worked perfectly, his initial plan where he fucks over Drake and gets Drake sent to jail and goes off to do this shit with the villain, if that had worked perfectly and Drake never had gotten out of jail, Flynn still would have died because he's incompetent and couldn't have found the treasure and the guy would have gotten pissed off and killed him. Yes. 
This is important to support the myth that Nathan Drake is the smartest, most daring, and handsome man in the world. Look, Drake has a journal that fills itself out with the solutions to every puzzle in the world. So yeah, he's pretty good. He's like, let me let me look at my Nintendo Power. <laughs> man, some of them in this one were bad. It was like, look at the look, look at the fucking note. Okay. What character goes in each box? I, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. There's yeah. three of those. Mm hmm. Uh, God, the back, the back chunk of that game is rough. It does not have the we ran out thing most seventh gen games have. It has instead a lesser version of that called playtesting ran out. <laughs> Uh, the final boss is real bad, but he's so funny. And he yells Drake in a very scary tone. <laughs> he does. He does. But it is very, it is like, no wonder everybody was like, yeah, we're, we're done with final bosses. Bosses don't have a place in game anymore. Do you just think that because you played Uncharted? They, is, they, is that the reason they think, you think that, that because they played Western developed video games. They have literally never been able to make a good boss fight. Yeah, it's really I, tragic. It's less than one percent of Western developed video games that have good boss fights. I mean, thinking think about like Doom Eternal's, like it did kind of negated itself out by having that final boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that final boss a pass because, as I said in the Doom Eternal spoiler cast, at a certain point, it just became funny how resistance to it was. <laughs> I mean. I mean, the icon of sin sucked in Doom 2, so it makes sense that the icon of, suck, of exactly. sin would suck in Doom 2 again. The, the icon of suck. I like that. <laughs> we should go with that. But yeah, just, just you have to like blow up the sap pods next to him like 14 times. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. <laughs> yes. I, I don't understand why he had to have four phases. Three would make more sense considering the only thing to indicate... They're they're changing as he like stumbles onto his knees and then yells Drake, which is pretty great. <laughs> also, also Drake doesn't kill him. Drake decides to have a conscious in that moment only because eighteen gorillas are about to jump on him and rip him limb from limb. Yeah, it's always really dumb when the Hollywood writing thing of the hero doesn't kill the main villain comes up. After he's murdered hundreds of their subordinates, it's I always wish, so bad. I wish that was only Hollywood writing. I, I wish you, that was only Hollywood. I know. You I know it's everything. So many people in Uncharted Two. In yeah. Uncharted One, you kill a bunch of people, but it's not until Uncharted Two that like Drake now has a body count approaching cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's that's when the meme got birthed, right? <laughs> that's when we started to hear on the wind. You know, our Ludo narrative dissonance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, see, I just took it as like, guys, all Drake wants to do is leave. He right, wants of to course. go. At what point do you just let him? No, we're going <laughs> to take a small island nation's worth of populace. Right, one he, at a time. He, ported to the wheat thrasher known as Nathan Drake. <laughs> he took down three gunships. <laughs> right yeah. he at a certain he point logistically you just stop <laughs> yeah he gets to be more dangerous than salt snake i think yeah <laughs> i i also yes. forgot that, this, that, that what they imply the uh the chintamani stone can do versus what it actually does makes no sense 
Because they're like, Drake, you got to stop him from getting the Chintamani stone because every evil dictator in human history had a fragment of it. Hitler had a fragment of it. Genghis Khan had a fragment of it. Stalin, Mao, all had fragments of it. Who knows what he could do if he had the entire thing. You drink it, you drink the water under it and it makes you, you hard to kill. Not yep. impossible, just hard. You know, Hitler didn't seem to have that problem when he stuck the gun in his mouth in that bunker. I, 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 I want to see the fucking bunker in the Uncharted universe. Was was he just like, oh man, I can't fucking die. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right? Like all these evil dictators who were, you know, had huge forces of personality and were decent at statecraft and running logistics and militaries. They sure got their bump because they became harder to physically kill. That's yeah, how that like works. Before uh -huh. that, I thought, okay, are we going something like with how the DC universe writes World War II stuff? Like Hitler literally has the Lance Alonginus. That's why Superman can't just go over and kill him. <laughs> that, that's how they explain it. Like it, it has like an anti, Hitler has an anti-superhero AT field because he has the Lance Alonginus. That's amazing. It would be really funny if we got to see the uncharted version of World War II and Hitler's just out on the front lines. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> Hitler, Nathan, Drake. <laughs> he's, he's just doing all the same animations. Yes. Oh, oh one moment. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> I got the kitty got wet yell. That Good. was neat. That's mm -hmm. important. Uh, Cause, but cause, yeah, there's that whole that part actor, where he ad-libbed that. Yeah, Nolan North. <laughs> yeah. Yep, ad-libbed it because that's the thing his kid says. But yeah, it's real goofy how they just like it, it's just like yeah, just put every like okay, there's a cult, put a cult mythos in it. You know, when when Elena got blown up by the bomb, I really thought they were heading in the direction of her getting the superpowers. Like, and they just didn't bring it up in three or four at all. Like, yeah, she's she's functionally immortal now. Don't worry <laughs> about it. That would have been really good. I, I need to not play the spoiler music during Chris talking because I'll never hit it when he's going to say something. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think there's anything else. Uncharted 2 is real cool, technically impressive. Uh, the, shoot, I, I'm rapidly coming to the conclusion that something somebody told a friend told me multiple times uh, to upset me, which is, yeah, uh, Uncharted 4 is the only good one. Well, I like Uncharted 2. I'm starting to think that Uncharted 4 really is just going to be that much better than the other three. Dude, I keep saying, like, 2 and 4 are the greatest in the series. Admittedly, haven't played Lost Legacy, I believe it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't played that, but... That's neat, but it's still Uncharted 4. Yeah, I mean, I mean. It's, yeah, it's just like it's a little appendage on the end of 4. Right and and yeah, but that appended, like he played Xenoblade 3's DLC, and they're like, "I'm full of beans. Maybe we'll play." Like, <laughs> they'll have some amazing catchphrases. Yeah, Chloe's like, "Yeah, I got super ripped and fucked these three chicks. Here are my children." Yes. Wait, I have questions. <laughs> so, uh, I we did hit the goal for me to have to play Rise of the Tomb Raider, the second Good. Tomb Raider. Good. Very exciting. I'm a little afraid that this right. I'm a little I'm a little afraid that this versus match of Uncharted versus the Tomb Raider is going to be a lot closer than I thought. You would think, but you know, comparing comparing just the trilogy, you don't have to worry about it. Rise is such a downgrade. 
the, oh, the thing no. I would say about <laughs> Uncharted 2 is that, like, think about your current opinion of Uncharted 2 and realize that you're not giving it the, well, it was on the PS3 buff because it doesn't need it. It, it. It's like a raw B. When it was on the PS3, it was a fucking A plus because of how dire everything <laughs> That's was. True. I mean, I played it at launch. I played it at launch. I'm like, yeah, this is game of the year 2009. Yeah, because <laughs> nothing fucking else came out. Yeah, seven yeah. gen. Seven gen was really dire, and that was another thing I was gonna bring up. Like that Tomb Raider game, the first one came out four years after Uncharted two, didn't it? Was it 2013 yes. or 2012? Wow. It was 2013. It was yeah. the end of the gen. Four it was years. The end of the console gen. Four years. Jeez. Also. Okay, Uncharted 2, much more like the first Tomb Raider, because in that, Drake is constantly... Shit is falling out from under him all the time in Uncharted 2. Yeah, right, but he doesn't bleed out. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't fall under rebar and hobble around injured, although he does get gut shot, and then it magically goes away. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. He slept. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that's it. That's enough. That's enough Uncharted talk. Hey, Dr. Agro, what you been playing? My brother in Christ, I have <laughs> not played a video game this week. Oh, my Whoa. God. It has been bad. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I, I, I guess that means it's time for the Podlords. 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 Oh, fuck. Obligatory, oh, fuck. Wait a second, that's a... It, it, it looked it really cool though, so don't worry about it. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Maybe we should go to the correct thing. I don't know what you think, Bob. I guess is the correct thing gonna look right? Do you think? No, but you don't think so. Do, do it anyway. You don't think Dan did this correctly on his one and a half hours of sleep? I have my doubts. Let's see. Yeah! Whoa! Amazing! I did it, motherfuckers! I mean, uh, the Podlords. <laughs> yes, that's right. The Podlords, such as E. Lee Broyles, Push versus Precious, based on novel on the novel Push by Sapphire, BN12, Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro, Shibiagato, Rado. 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered. WTF Spider-Man. The man Konami sent to check in on Bloober Team. <laughs> Dead Island 2 can't be real because there is no way a game stuck in development hell for nine years runs that well. Oh no, that makes it more likely. <laughs> I don't know, nine years is usually how you get a Duke Duke <laughs> Or a Crisis Crackdown 3. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> Do you imagine we got paid to play Crackdown Three? Yeah. Actually, actually, you know what? You know what? That was actually pretty fun. A little bit that we did play. Right. I don't think beating the whole game would have been that fun. <laughs> what is cloud gaming? I guess the answer was an acquisition block. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to post this on some sort of wiki site for answers and questions like a yahoo answers <laughs> dfw3k 
Remember the date, September 29th. That's the date he died to save us from the sin of the merger. <laughs> Rest in peace, Stadia. And see, no superheroes could save it because the Lance Longinus was there. <laughs> I'm now less angry at Superman. Shiny Mew. Kristen. Kyle Bjork. Dan, I'm playing GT7 as you asked last week. Pick unrelated. I just love my son. Aww. This is a good little moon boy. Iron Aggro. Blick the blue. Schligged his poo. Monster Hunter, Ryzen and Raiden. Hand me them paper trade collectibles. Don't want to have to get rough now. Mm. Cooper Tank. Aaron Yarrow, I don't have any. No, 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 that's him. That's no. him. The face I always see there in that town called Silent Hill. No one cared who he was. <laughs> if Ichigo showed up, that's what would have happened. Cooper's like, sure. I end up in here anyway. Why not? <laughs> you just would have been your version of my shit. <laughs> Rest in peace, Monty. You will be missed. Oh, Look at this adorable boy. Rest in peace. Indigo Sykes. Drive Typecast. Would like to recommend the manga Boku Girl. It's cute, funny, and Loki is there. God save the king. If I hear the outcome was patently obvious ever again from Xenoblade 3 Future Redeemed, I might go insane. <laughs> <laughs> A yeah. raccoon laughing at Microsoft for getting their deal blocked by cloud gaming of all things. <laughs> Shinji 16 doesn't watch Bleach, doesn't know who Gene is. But based on how the boys react, this is how it feels in my head. That image was in a prior episode. The Super Mim. The Paizo stop walking in with TTRPG content after Wizard of the Coast make a fucky wucky challenge insurmountable. Oh no, I hadn't heard about this. Oh fuck. <laughs> This is the best day. <laughs> Saraline. Resident Evil 4. Whack. Zelda. Whack. Final Fantasy 16. Whack. Switch exclusive Birdie Wing Golf's Girl Story. Goaty 2023. <laughs> that clip bizarrely reminds me of uh, the, the Neo Geo one. Neo Turf, yeah. Yeah. It does have Neo Turf vibes. It's very fitting for a Pablo segment theme. Bearded Joe. Polio Chrome. Crungle Spum. Particio is about to pull his ripcord, baby. Yeah. We didn't bust all the unions, only to allow pack openers to act like basic decency was outmoded or not invented yet. Oh my god. 
Its wings are too small to get its fat little body off of the ground. The bee, of course, flies anyway because bees don't care what. And then it heads back. <laughs> what do you call a bee that works for the government, Bob? A politician. <laughs> Great. Get all of this, Lois. <laughs> Immortals of Destiny, Brain Rot, and slightly above average. Thank you very much to our pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. And if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon for, at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you can get many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcasts, wherein we review all of Bleach and every Pokemon movie, one a month, five episodes at a time for Bleach or more. Uh, both of those shows will continue until the heat death of the universe. Uh, you also get extended or cut content from other things we do when indeed such things exist for you to be given and a patron exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. And if it's a bad thing, you also get a commentary track. And if you've never given to our Patreon before, all those commentary tracks are waiting for you. There is somewhere around like 70. I don't count them. There's a lot. It is so many. I got scared when I looked up the curse committee number. Okay, I gotta say which trailer we're... Oh my god. You also get a movie called Isolation 119, a spectacular film wherein which a man goes to Thailand to solve his brother's injury but mostly just sits in a chair drinking beers. <laughs> uh, that is patreon.com slash gbpodcast and if you don't have any money, it will always help us immensely. To spread the word, tell your friends, rate us on Thursdays, uh, rate us on your podcast app of choice, or like this video on YouTube right now. Please do. You know, if you're listening on YouTube. Obviously, if you're watching live, you can't do that. Patreon.com. still go over to YouTube and do it. <laughs> yeah, just, 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 just like, like five random things. Uh, that is <laughs> patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Oh, and uh, if you're, you're still not sure if you want to watch the amazing movie, Isolation 119, just know. Two-thirds through the film, Phaelus shows up. Patreon.com slash GB podcast. Uh, did anything happen this week? I just don't know. Ha ha. Ha ha. I think something happened this week. I just don't know. That's uh Oh man, they added a click. An additional click into me getting links through Discord because Discord added uh, markup text. So that way you can do embedded links and other things. So the extra click is, hey, this is the website it's sending you to. They're not trying to give you a virus, are they? Click here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Let's start with the obvious. Hey, guys. Uh, the Microsoft and Activision Blizzard uh, merger was blocked by the UK's CMA, just like the NVIDIA one was. <laughs> Their proposed acquisition of ARM was. Uh, Microsoft and ABK then made veiled threats and vowed to never give up and are making an appeal. And a bunch of brain-dead people on Twitter with Xbox avatars uh, talked about how bad blocking corporate consolidation was for the market. Yup. <laughs> 
Ha 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 ha. Uh, so this was blocked because of cloud gaming. Yes. You wouldn't want specifically cloud gaming to get too strong. No. Uh, specifically, the CMA decided that cloud gaming was a new and excited field that field that did, that would be harmed by Microsoft owning all these major titles that they could then make exclusive to their own cloud service. Um, and they didn't seem very mo they didn't seem to care how many fucky wucky deals Microsoft was interested in signing. Yeah, I love them basically saying, yeah, these mean basically nothing to us. We just have to enforce that, which is more work for us. So we'd rather just block the whole thing. And they also <laughs> they literally like, said uh, that we read these <laughs> and a lot of these deals are you still getting all of the money for sales and microtransactions. So what? I also appreciated the part where they're like, we've seen no evidence to date that shows that Call of Duty could run on a switch. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, right? That was great. <laughs> That's fucking like you, insane. You seem to have promised this company that you're going to put 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. Uh... <laughs> I think they did a Mythbusters on this one. Let's check how that went out. Uh, yeah, it's really weird to be like, the UK CMA is doing that. Meanwhile, every time we have a congressional hearing, our government's like, uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, what the fuck is the internet? Are you why my email doesn't work? Yeah. Contrasts. Oh my god. Uh, a lot of interesting quotes have come out of different ends of Microsoft and Activision and Blizzard. Uh, one of the humorous ones was Microsoft calling this their darkest day in their over four decades of being in the UK. Uh, and also then making a weird veiled threat about how they will... Keep this in mind when they assess growing or not growing in that region economically. Yeah, I'm sure um, that the, large, the UK I, CMA takes to something like um, that well. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're they, back I mean, down now. <laughs> yeah, they'll change their minds like they, now. So the way appeals work in this case, I don't think the, the, the Microsoft executive saying this shit, no. Like, I don't think they're actually aware. Mm -hmm. First of all, the appeal is also with CMA. Yeah, no shit. Secondly, yeah. if Microsoft wins the appeal, do you know what that means? That means we go right fucking back to square one on the CMA investigating. It doesn't mean they win. It means the CMA has to start their investigation of it over. So when I say, because it's worth noting, the reason um, they could block the NVIDIA ARM deal is because ARM was owned by a British company. Oh, yeah. Uh, the reason they can block the Microsoft and Activision Blizzard stuff is there are companies in the UK owned by Microsoft, owned by Activision. Oh. Right. Um, <laughs> so when they blocked the ARM and NVIDIA deal, they said the same shit. They were like, we're gonna appeal this. And within like three months, they went, never mind. <laughs> yeah, even the biggest Microsoft like boosters are like, you almost never win one of these appeals because so, because the, the the challenge is not no we won't you have to convince the cma they were irrational to have this stance that is the language everybody uses mm -hmm. you have to convince them that they're just fucking wildly off base that's not gonna happen this deal is done you have to win the argument 
that you start with, sweetie, you're being irrational. <laughs> you have to win an argument against your parents. <laughs> you have to win an argument against your parents that you started with, sweetie. <laughs> you're being irrational. Right? Like, I don't have to convince you that I'm right. You have to convince me that I'm wrong. Yeah, that's that's not that's not going to work. And then I'll reassess this fucking blatant math equation again. Mm -hmm. And yet again, go, that seems like a thing I shouldn't let ha have happen. Uh, so, so, yeah, by, by all means, continue to threaten this advisory board that you're now, going, that you are big enough to fuck with the UK's economy and they better let you become even bigger. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't I don't like do they do you understand giant companies that when you say. How dare you not uh, not allow us to acquire more economic power? We we are now will now misuse the economic power we do have. Right. Yeah, I don't know to what benefit they think that that gives them. <laughs> I they're rich technocrats who have never been told no a single time. We yeah. need to be we're, we need to be grateful it has gone this well because typically when Bobby Kotick is told no, he threatens to have someone killed. That's true. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Um, uh, uh, Kotick went on TV drunk again and <laughs> said some fucking bizarre shit like the FTC and the CMA's officials met last week before this decision. I certainly hope the FTC didn't push them to do this oh just 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 the wildest cope which i understand he, he just lost 800 million dollars i would also be delusional <laughs> yeah it'd be so great if the ftc also just pulled out their gun <laughs> like no i that feels like what's gonna happen i feel like the ftc and the e the eu is next month the ftc is not till august god yeah, I'm sure things will really improve from here. Mm -hmm. For for Microsoft, I really hope for the best for you, third richest company in the world. I feel so bad for you. You're just so behind. You needed this. Yeah, you can't earn your place in a market. That's did you did you know shitty. that allegedly this is the best performing Xbox generation? I still don't buy that. In in terms of <laughs> units sold, like at this point in the lifespan, there is more than the 360. Yeah. That yeah. That still seems crazy. Yeah. Which still isn't very much, but it is weird that Microsoft is wringing their hands and weeping when uh, by according to people in Microsoft who are willing to say numbers, they're doing better than last gen and the 360 gen. Like are are they going back and correcting the 360 numbers to <laughs> units sold and not units shipped? That is a good question. Cause, cause that that I could see maybe. That is an interesting question. Uh, I don't expect that to hold because the 360 had two enormous things bolstering it. Mm -hmm. One was its fucking failure rate, which uh, nobody likes to talk about when discussing the uh, what size the Xbox's audience ever was. Yeah. Yeah. It, as two, I've said multiple times, I knew various people who went through more than seven. Uh, yeah, I went through, I think, three before I gave up and just went all PS3. Yeah. I. Um, but, but the other thing is, Microsoft, in a stunning display of competence that they haven't fucking shown since then, was like, we need to get the 360's price point as low as we fucking can, as fast as we can. We need to get this shit under $100, $200 fast. 
Yeah, it did seem like there was market pressure and the leverage to properly lower the price then, which I would say is not really here now, but the Series S is their replacement for that market force. Which which has flatlined, according to uh, people. Like they, it ha like, they have basically not moved to Series S this whole year. Yeah, I mean, if the X is in stock, then... It's not. It, oh, God. Uh, they're still having really se severe supply problems with the Series X, which I hope, please, Xbox, at least be this competent. Series X supply being bad right now better be like in 2022 when it was bad for the PS5 because they're sitting on it for Starfield. That needs to be what they're doing. If they're not, it, it doesn't matter how big or successful your game is if the people can't get the fucking hardware to play it. Um, you know, we talked about last week, the rumors of Hi-Fi Rush didn't perform well enough and how disappointed Microsoft was over that. And it's like, yeah, you, you put a game that does well on consoles on PC and the least successful console right now. So you can on really... your rental service, right? You put it on a service where people don't buy things, uh, which is what you've done with your whole platform. Yeah. I think it, the biggest problem they have right now is no one on there wants to buy anything. I mean, yeah, they definitely bred a culture of not really wanting to buy stuff. It's it's funny. Don't worry, I didn't Dan, connect this dot got, until now because I was like, they got Game Pass uh, has almost half as many subscribers as Final Fantasy fourteen. Okay, mm -hmm. that's an insane way to frame Ooh, that number. Oh, I never oh. would have thought of. <laughs> that's okay. I'm sure Square Enix is playing paying a lot of licensing money to a bunch of different companies in order to make final fantasy 14 right it's not like they just made a good product and they get to make a lot of money off of it no never <laughs> does, does game pass let me play all the way through heaven's word for free <laughs> no no you can't play fact, that on it's xbox. not even on xbox <laughs> which i find insane uh because this game was on ps3 right uh but yeah i didn't even think about how driving a lot of the emulation crowd over there because mm -hmm. you know for the longest time YouTubers could see really good hits out of uh, doing videos on, oh, the emulation's so great over here on the Series S. Look at it on the Series S and Series X. It's so good. It's, it's incredible. Please don't notice it hitched. <laughs> Anyways, I can't even make a whole video of hitch-free footage, but it's so good. It's so good. And how that might also have a culture of not buying things. <laughs> so it's just you, you like Wonder, Wing, Wonder Twin Powers activated of a user base that does not want to buy shit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, you know, it's worth saying because people assume the worst, which whatever, go ahead. But the first two Xboxes were competently made and run technically. Like, the Red Ring of Death, a problem. But how they manage it as a platform, the architectural design of it, the power level, et cetera, et cetera, right? Mm -hmm. Like, a PS3 comes out a year later and is worse. Right. Uh, they did a really good job managing that. And it's been a real fucking shame to watch everything since around 2012 go to shit with Xbox and in no way improve. Like... They everyone sits here and they want to pretend that they're amazing and their output's great and it's just as good as the other guys. And it's not. They've been letting their major IPs rot this whole time and they aren't doing the one simple trick they need to do to start competing again. 
and it's make fucking games. Yeah, last year there was nothing. Like literally nothing. There came was out. Pentiment. There was not a. That was it. Yeah, there was not a yeah. single retail. Year. I don't mm -hmm. think they shipped a single fucking game to retail last year. All last year. Right? You can't say that about any... Basically, you don't even need to limit to the big three. You could be like, yeah, any publisher that's remotely active. Nippon ET Software of America shipped several times... Well, technically, infinitely times more games to retail than Xbox, because... Because they shipped Anything the more than yeah. zero yeah. Is, is infinite. <laughs> right? Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I think this is really unfortunate. I think all the people who consider themselves Xbox fans who think this deal should go through are enablers. Yeah. I genuinely believe that. The last several acquisitions haven't solved this problem. Why would this one? Right. Why would you think any more people under that umbrella would make it work I mean, out? we're already hearing about, there are already rumors leaking out that because Azure, their cloud service, isn't going well. They're putting pressure on Bethesda to ship games earlier and more unfinished. That's thus Redfall. That, so, um, crazy. This, for context, there was a guy who leaked Hi-Fi Rush and even leaked that it was going to be Shadow Drop that day. Okay. And then he came back, and then he came back and said, "Yeah, um, Azure's not doing well, so the entire company is is being the rest entire rest of the company is being expected to perform better to blunt the losses." So they're trying to push out Redfall and Starfield as soon as they as, as soon as possible. Both games are not in good states. I, I, that the weird thing is, I thought that Azure was the only thing making them money. Yeah, and now it's not making enough money. Well, so. well, we don't see in this fucked up hellscape. Well, we expected two billion dollars, but it only made a billion. Is yeah, right. Causes mm -hmm. this problem. Ugh. This thing that didn't change didn't grow geometrically in profit. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's worth noting the reason why cloud services make Amazon and Microsoft so much money is the margins. Yeah. You know, it's exactly why PlayStation Plus is the biggest robbery and Xbox Live uh, possible because it's 99% profit. Yeah. Um, it's just going to just going to sit here and stew over Microsoft's major innovation to the game industry is allowing every platform holder to charge rent that feels great yeah that what sucks. a market leader what a market leader um and hard drives thank you for the hard drives that seemed inevitable <laughs> yeah um yeah is, is playstation yeah, is also one of those working real, on the same uh, thing yep <laughs> it's one of those real if you hadn't done it someone else would have so quit milking it yeah yeah it's like being like oh, dreamcast is the first one that got online it's like yeah but obviously <laughs> Uh, uh, technically it's not I, you could fucking play street fighter 2 online that's the, true the weird shit that hooked the hooked to your console what was it x band you could use yeah, x band yeah <laughs> there you go super nintendo and genesis got your ass beat uh we should move on to the next unfortunate bit of microsoft news uh at least this one's kind of funny Redfall shipping to retail with boxes that say it's 60 frames per second and then a sticker on top that says uh not actually a well-oiled machine. Yeah, that, that 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 sure leads credence to the Redfall isn't in a good state, and they're pushing it out early. Rumor. I I I'm. It's just like how you didn't have to put a 60 frame per second tag on it. Games usually don't have that sort of tag. Uh, on Xbox, I assume they have a ton of tags, but I wouldn't know. I don't buy games it for was, my Xbox it, because Game Pass exists. A le I think it was a performance mode. This game has a performance mode tag. 
Okay. They, on uh, the back, so they had to cover it. It literally in the lower left says 60 frames per second. Yeah, I guess it even uh, just before I left GameStop, uh-huh. they started rolling out more and more features for how the boxes on Xbox work and yeah. all the different things they show. So I guess it makes sense they kept expanding, even though they completely exited the retail market. <laughs> yeah, they did it. They did it like two or three times right at the end there, mm-hmm. um, which was really strange. I'm trying to remember what game I had to do this for, because there was some other game mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, the, there's a there's oopsie no whoopsie. Here's, here's a sticker to put on it yeah it probably was oh, no yeah. man's sky yeah that did have a sticker what was it for multiplayer yeah for multiplayer yeah, mm, yeah. i remember that so two possibilities here neither of which are good for microsoft uh one this happens because they're pushing this game out two or three months before they intended to uh-huh. two communication between the divisions is so fucking bad that the sh- the cases got shipped with this feature they did not intend for it yeah, for anyone who wants to see it, it's on screen now. Lower left, 60 frames per second. Oh my God. Upper left, 60 frames per second performance mode not available at launch. The, the, that, that is such just, a hopeful phrase, at launch. It, yeah. They put that sticker in the wrong place. Oh, they absolutely <laughs> did, but they wanted you to see all these other cool things. Did you know this was optimized for Xbox Series X? Oh they should have put that in the upper left, not, not available at launch. <laughs> uh, that appeal's going to go super well. <laughs> no please allow us to keep dragging companies under this bridge uh-huh say what happens to them once they get jacked up to mind them? your fucking business g-man <laughs> stay in your lane stay in your lane uh yeah this is all insane i never thought we would get another no man's sky sticker situation but here we are um, it's really funny because not even, not even two whole weeks ago, I had to listen to a podcaster who's very positive. Some might say weirdly positive about Microsoft, mm-hmm. uh, say that clearly this is because of underpowered consoles that it's like, yeah, fuck no. What, what do you want me to say here? This isn't a game that should ever ship at 30. What, I, what are you talking about? Just literally every trailer was a 60. That's normal, right? And it's on the box. It's on the box. It's on the box. I can't. It's on the box. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> There's not much of a story here. Honkai Star Rail trolled everyone by sending a notification on PlayStation like two to three weeks ago to be like, hey, launch it later this month. Look out for that. Isn't that going to be cool? And then it launched yesterday and it's not even on PlayStation yet. Yeah, yeah that's weird. I was upset. Yeah, what is it? Epic Game Store Mobile. And I think that's it. Really? It's an Epic mm-hmm. Game Store exclusive? I think so. <laughs> I don't even want to boot it up on any of those because I know that transferring my save isn't going to be easy. Yeah, I, like, I, 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 I was I was literally on the PlayStation Store typing out Honkai Star Rail. And by the time I started typing out rail, it's like, would you like to buy these boosters for Genshin Impact? Yes. I swear. Isn't that what happened to you too, Bob? Because yeah, I saw yeah that's also what happened bo- to me. <laughs> then I considered it. <laughs> <laughs> uh Next bit of news, also kind of small, but really sickening. Uh, iOS 17 
You you've heard of iPhones, right? Yeah. So iPhones, they have they they have a closed ecosystem. You have to get your apps through the App Store. Did you know that iOS 17 is going to allow you to sideload apps? Oh, that's cool. In Europe. Wait. And iOS 16. Point whatever added the ability to tell where you were to lock off features of the OS. So about these corporations will not have basic decency unless we legally mandate that they do. Yeah. Okay, FTC. You got to roll up there too, apparently. Apparently, you also have to go shoot them in the knees. No, nothing else gets anything done. It has to be a government level decision yeah. because they yeah. will never make a, something, a good decision for consumers. Yeah. They just won't. No. It, it's not in their best interest. Right. Uh, the well, reason yeah, this is like making things that are good for their consumer, so you get a positive consumer reaction, that's a risk. <laughs> Fucking the consumer over, while it may have smaller benefits, definite benefits. <laughs> I, I saw I saw a terminology for this. I really love. Uh, they've mastered the art of asshole capitalism. Yeah, you know it's not the normal so type. capitalism, right? So capitalism, yeah. It's 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 fantastic. You used to have to lure people in and treat them well and do a thing that would appeal to them to keep them on your. And now we're just trapping people in ecosystems and mm -hmm. charging them way too. So anyway, uh, somebody's gonna figure out some way to trick an iPhone into thinking it's in Europe, just deep enough level, so they don't have to fully jailbreak it and in fact use the phone normally. That sucks. They should um. Cut that the fuck out. <laughs> right? Like, I don't, I don't want to have to explain to the cops that they can't locate me by my phone, which thinks I'm in Brussels somewhere. <laughs> when I've been kidnapped, you're like, okay, um, I really didn't want to have to. <laughs> yeah, I assume it'll just be like, okay, turn off, turn off data. Mm -hmm. Run, run your, run it through your router, which you installed a, a, uh, VPN, yeah. yeah. VPN on. Yeah. And then just do all the side loading. And then once you're back, it, it, it's not going to turn that shit off if a European comes to America, presumably. Presumably, but it would be pretty funny if it did. And then they get sued. Yep. I'm no. sorry. You have to have uh, location services on in order to use iOS now. <laughs> <laughs> and then the EU's like, no, no, they don't. Uh, once a month, go outside and take a picture of the stars. Tech, oh my god! Um, a tech show I watched. Oh, that, mm. quick side grade. Did you guys see the the phone thing with the moon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I, I I talked about that a bit ago. I thought I did. Yeah, I, I think, think that we brought that up a big yeah, thing like three weeks ago. For people so. who don't know, Samsung for years has been like our camera on our phone so good it can take a picture of the moon, and then somebody debunked it by proving it is just taking an ai that has been trained oh. on the moon's features and adding details in you don't oh, have okay. to take a picture of the moon it, it was especially funny considering it ended up as one of those misinformation boxes on samsung's advertising on yes. twitter yes, yes that, happened that this was week. hilarious i i made that tweet where i'm like nice promoted ad asshole <laughs> because it just says below it by the way people People think you should know that this is a complete bullface lie. Yeah, I'm surprised they kept marketing that. I thought that. Oh yeah, they they learned. You would no. think they would stop before they get in legal trouble, but as it turns out, no. That is the theme of the 2020s. No one will stop before they get into legal trouble. <laughs> they will only stop after. Right. Uh, one of the tech channels I watch that um 
goes into detail on these news uh, bits actually brought up highly relevant thing I didn't know about. You know how the 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 Europe, I believe it's uh, the EU and not um, the UK, is forcing them to do USB Type C. Yeah. For charging. So Apple has seemingly low-key made a spec for USB Type C behind the scenes. So that way they have their own version because all they were mandated to do was it for charging, which means you'll still have to get their version of shit for accessories and other bullshit. So there'd be two ports on the bottom now? No. Okay. No, it would just be their spec. Oh my God. That's disgusting. You know, as, as, as a person who as a child did shit like this every day at a certain point of <laughs> Being a smarmy douche, firing squad. That's true. That's uh, ludicrous. They should not be allowed to do that. No. There is no added compatibility benefits, but it's going to literally, just like Lightning does now, check for the Apple shit built in. Check for those circuit boards. Check for the other stuff on USB Type-C. So whatever, at the end of the day, I still get to charge with USB Type-C, but who knows if I'll be able to take advantage of decent bandwidths, right? Who knows if I'll be able to hook up any number of things that reasonably should fucking hook up. But anyway, we're moving on. Hey, did you guys see that uh, gameplay trailer for Arbor Core 6 Fires of the Rubicon? Because it looks sick as shit. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> It's very cool. <laughs> uh, that shit comes out August 25th. And they have an edition that comes with a full uh, a full built-out kit of a garage with the mech inside it. With the... And it's, it's so armored core directly this built-out 3D model of the mines that you're going to attach to the leg. Mm. And all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, God. Why does that cost almost as much as an Xbox? Yeah. I mean, the garage is really cool, but I don't think I can drop 450 bucks on it. I can, but I shouldn't. I'm going to be eating yeah, rice really and soy shouldn't. sauce for like a month. <laughs> this is the only high-end collector's edition of any game I've ever been tempted by. <laughs> ever. I seriously spent most of today going, no, there was nothing in 7th Gen. The closest I've ever gotten to a $200 edition of game, let alone 400 and whatever, mm -hmm. was Rock Band. Yeah, and that's, and that's different. Because I split it with two other guys. And those are actual instruments. Yeah, control devices for that game. Right. This is the only time. Yeah. As it turns out, it takes your childhood, one of your childhood favorite franchises being dead mm -hmm. for 10 years straight after an inglorious death. <laughs> and then coming back as the prettiest looking shit in the world for you to go, oh man, maybe I should. <laughs> I'm sure I'm lucky that that, that DMC van was way cheaper than this. <laughs> yeah. How much was that? Mm. 150 or 200, something like that. Mm. Like that range. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Right. Admittedly, there's the $229 version, which has just the figurine. Right, but the figure is nowhere near as cool as the garage. No, it isn't. Because it, it doesn't have the people loading the mines yeah. and all the intricacies. Anyway, 
so that's what I'm dealing with. I'm like, okay, I need to get a job as an Uber driver. <laughs> We're going to have to figure this out. Uh, I wish I saved the picture so I could show people. One of the things I hate the most about Google Docs is I cannot right-click this image and save it. I know. It's insane. Why it's, is like the a, it's like it's there to spite people. I've trapped this image in the document. All you could do now is kill it. If, uh, if you need a, a fucking hideous a uh, Inspector Gadget image, I have this one. Sure, let me look. Uh, is it of the game, or are you just gonna... Oh my god. Yeah, that's Yeah, real. it's of the game. I didn't even see that one. I only saw the other one. Why is Penny's face so wrong in every single fucking shot? Can anyone tell me why? Ooh, man, that's that's real low budget kids CG TV show face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I mentioned this before uh, elsewhere, but I'm not positive. Uh, one moment, I gotta sort gotta sort these images so that way people can see this atrocity before I continue talking. Anyway, <clears throat> anyways, there's. Why did I put why did I put gadget in the thumbnail? I should have put her. Yeah. She wants to know if you have any games on your phone. Ashushi will kill you. He's, he's he's okay. His eyes look wrong. Like he's got one of those doll heads mm -hmm. that's just punched in with the eyes. Like I keep going back and forth thinking he's looking at gadget or he's staring into the camera. Yeah. That's fair. Penny is so cool. What have you done to her? <laughs> yeah, that, this is how faces are shaped. No, actually, I could. That's false. That's if if you said that on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, she's she's closer than the police chief who has who looks like a fucking jelly bean. <laughs> but that's a style. <laughs> it was a style of the time. Uh man, what a what a what a Duke catastrophe. <laughs> What a dude catastrophe. Anyway. So anyways, uh, Inspector Gadget game apparently made by Smart Tales Games I looked and up, published by Microids. I looked them up. They make mobile games, I believe. Um, it they, looks they look it. really hideous. Uh, it's coming out this <laughs> fall for PS4, 5, Switch, and PC. Xbox gamers are really missing out here. Microids has been around fucking forever. They've just been a shovelware company for 35 years. Right. But they're only publishing. I was talking about the uh, developer. developer. Yeah. Oh, the developer. Yeah. Hey, Agro. Yes, sir. Let's do your news. So, uh, in a strangely rational move, Sony has tweeted out that in addition to Amazon, you now may be able to, I'm sorry, you soon may be able to find PSVR2 units uh, at retailers cool. where you can just buy them in like a place where people buy things. Huh. They're, Imagine they're, that. They're, yeah, they're hoping that selling a product to people will help bolster uh disappointing There's, sales numbers yeah that, that that checks out also uh forgot to mention it last week it's gonna be sold on amazon so showing up at a lot of retailers both online and in person yeah i imagine a lot more people want to use amazon than playstation's specific site yeah so that weird little interlude is now over cool <sighs> Oh, man. 
Um, so you guys know, uh, you guys have played Metal Gear Solid. You know, you know what a private military corporation is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you, you know what a private investigator is. Yeah, yeah. You know how those two things should be different things. Yes. Yeah. Well, in America, we like to consolidate roles in order to boost efficiency and lower overhead. Mm -hmm. Um, So we invented a thing called the Pinkerton Detective Agency, which, true story, Lincoln hired to be private security and counterespionage. And right after that job ended, they went straight into union busting and corporate thuggery. Yep. Mm. So the latest Magic the Gathering set, uh, apparently, from from all I'm reading, accidentally got out into the wild. Like there there wasn't there doesn't seem to have been malicious intention or theft. Uh, it's just this company has a history of naming things set, and then the next set set subtitle. So set subtitle got sold to a guy who sold it to a guy, and that guy started making YouTube videos, and then Hasbro. Fresh off of completely tanking any public goodwill they had by trying to fuck over everyone who plays Dungeons and Dragons, hired not just like a private detective or called the cops. Uh huh. They hired the fucking Pinkertons to goon bust this guy's house. Like they just roll up and start threatening him. Like, if you don't give us this shit right now, we're going to call the sheriff and you're going to owe us a billion dollars and go to jail forever. Because you think the cops are allowed to lie to you? The Pinkertons don't give a fuck. And this was just shit he got. Like he ordered other product and got this shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This shit's insane. Yeah. It's the uh, Pinkertons. How is I probably shouldn't say this. How is it? How is it? Where's my satire button? <laughs> we're, we're the most wildly overarmed populace in human history, and they feel comfortable going to someone's door and doing that. Your asses aren't cops. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just waiting for one of for one of these these corporate thuggery incidents to be like, well, it turns out that dude's a crazed loner and a gun nut. Right, and now maybe companies aren't going to be sending these guys to random doors so fucking freely. Turns out that that person's brain was rotted by watching Fox News for a decade straight, and he owns guns. <laughs> Can't wait till somebody established the legal precedent that capping a Pinkerton detective is automatically See, legitimate self-defense. Right, this is right. why this is why Games Workshop doesn't do this because they know if any fan base is going to have deranged <laughs> gun-toting loners in it. It's theirs. That's right? true. If you can afford a Warhammer 40k army, you have all the optional <laughs> shit for your AR. <laughs> no, it's true. It's so fucking true. <sighs> it's not... Oh my the, god. It's a Venn diagram where it's two the same circles. It's just... Uh, th- no, no, it's a Venn diagram. It has a, it has a key at the bottom, and it says red and blue, but it's just a purple circle. Yeah. <laughs> like... At first blush, you think the worst part of the story is that, you know, the Pinkertons still exist and that they did this thing. But like, <sighs> Hasbro, do you not have a PR department anymore? Apparently not. Is there not. no one sitting in on your meetings going, hey, um, maybe not? Maybe there's a better way? Like, w- w- was the first suggestion hire neo-Nazis? <laughs> 
yeah, we had to talk him down from that. Right? Like, we started in Proud Boys and, and like, the actual <laughs> fucking local clan chapter, and somebody talked you down to history's shittiest union-busting thugs. Well, Todd, based on you suggesting some Proud Boys go and, quote, fix the issue, I now understand all the tiki torches you have around the office. That explains a lot. Wow. So I'm going to go uh, finish looking up this Pathfinder 2 remaster cool. thing I learned about. Awesome. <laughs> and while you do that, Chris is going to tell us about unions. Okay. Uh, right Sega here. of America has voted to unionize, forming Aegis, Allied Employees Guild, improving Sega. Uh, they voted. There was a super majority in favor of the union. Uh, Sega has until tomorrow, according to their request, to recognize the union, which they have not done yet. Uh, hopefully they, they will do it. Yeah, hopefully they will do it because right. again, this is a fucking super majority. This isn't. This isn't like one testing group in Activision unionizes and they can hope it goes away. Like this is for real shit. I imagine right now. I imagine. I imagine what's going on is Sega's legal team is like, oh fuck, we have the the law says we have to recognize it, doesn't? It's like yeah. Well, if we just exit all of America again. We, can, we can't do that. Nobody in Japan buys our games anymore. <laughs> uh, they just don't get it. It'll work out. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I uh, hope this leads to more instances of that in the industry. Right? Like, this is definitely something we need to see from every side. And uh, in other news, we have a visual for the Twisted Metal Peacock show coming late July. <laughs> it has a logo and uh anthony mackie is that who it is war machine no not war machine falcon oh <laughs> yeah somebody told me yeah the twisted metal poster has you know like falcon in the front and i'm like i don't i didn't play a lot of twisted metal but i don't remember a guy named falcon <laughs> right yeah it has it has anthony mackie in a car he does he like, in the furious face at you yeah, he does the fast and the furious face there's a logo in the background and in the back you can see sweet tooth fucking ice cream truck yeah i assume this will metal. be <laughs> yeah i assume it will be very bad i got really excited based on this poster because i had assumed way worse about this show based on all the words i'd seen you know what really scared me what how close it was yeah I, no, I that's being, great like, it's off in the future i don't need to worry about this this is just a thing. Oh, they can oh. cancel this. Oh, you meant no. close, like to your current place in the time. Yes, uh, line. No, not close to the source material, no. as a sweet tooth no. vehicle looks correct. No, and... it is too near. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm the guy who's gonna head into that spoiler cast, being like, "This is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be great." I'm excited to hear about it for 12 weeks because it's on Peacock and they do the they do a week episode shit. a week. Uh-huh. It's mm -hmm. just gonna be it's gonna be like Quantum Leap. We're gonna have to wait till three episodes are out or four and then pull the trigger. But what were you trying to say just now? Did you like Chris and you said something at the same time, so I couldn't hear you. No, it's already gone. It's okay. already okay. Um yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> So hopefully the tra the trailer will show. First of all, I don't fucking know anything about Twisted Metal, 
So yeah, like it all. I know there's there's a clown named Sweet Tooth, and he's from hell, I guess. No, and there's and there's uh, <laughs> and there's that guy who is mysterious and was the villain in uh that thing we watched for cursed content, the Console Wars movie. Yeah, Calypso. Calypso. His, his yeah. face is made out of uh, cherry pie, cherry cobbler, something like that. Uh, blueberry cobbler, and there that's only go. in the live action cutscenes to the first one that they cut because they went David Jaffe. These look like shit. Why did we give you so much money? What were we thinking? It's still the best thing out of that entire franchise, though. It's very unfortunate. I don't mm, I really like Twist Metal Black Head On and 2. I really like those three. But those cutscenes for what are real good. Nothing beats like how do uh, we <laughs> by the by the way, for anyone who watches our streams, you probably know this sound by now. The sound where he goes, No, that's strange. It tastes just like ah from one of the endings which uh it's it's uh the cab driver i believe i forget his name in one because i'm not a huge one fan mm -hmm. uh he drinks the potion and calypso's like so how about you drive for me for the rest of eternity yeah yellow jacket and then he stands up and he's a zombie now and it's like this zombie guy in his 50s and he goes sounds good to me baby <laughs> So anyways, they should have let David Jaffe direct the Peacock show. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I wonder if he's even getting, like, oh, could you imagine credited. Gets, could you imagine he doesn't get any credit on it? Yeah. After the Last of Us show, I don't know anymore. At least there's no one at... I don't think anyone at Sony Santa Monica is like, deny him the credit. Right? It, it, do, you think, it, do you think someone at 99 Sports or whatever they're fucking called now, <laughs> San Diego Studio, is just like... No, <laughs> don't let him take credit. It's yeah, probably not. not. They probably don't care. They'll just give him here, here, David Jaffe. Here you go. It would really make his fucking year if he got credit. And it would make Bruce Straley angrier, which I think will make Bruce Straley stronger. Yeah. <laughs> so I suggest they do it. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Bruce Straley was the co-director of The Last of Us who got no credit on the fucking series. And it, wasn't he co-director and co-writer or something like that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because it's one of those games. Mm -hmm. Do you think the guy who's the second main guy in charge of the thing didn't write any of it? <laughs> Let me think about this. Oh, right. No. <laughs> of course he did. Uh, yeah, you can even go back and watch the behind the scenes for the original The Last of Us and just hear him talk about his inspirations and things like that. It's just like... Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, I'm I'm really excited for that uh Twist Mel series. Maybe 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 not enough people know about Twist Mel. Maybe that's something we should edify them upon. I don't I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I I think there's a I, lot to love in Twist Metal. It's like a fighting game, but with cars. Yeah, I was like I it, feel like it'll be really similar to some of the armor core stuff or streams where it's like a lot of the same exact content over and over again, but at least these games aren't as long. Well, here's the thing. We're gonna cheat. <laughs> We'll beat it once legitimately. Okay. And then turn on the codes and then mulch it as every other player to see their funny endings. It, <laughs> it is very, like, car combat is one of those genres that was unbelievably massive on the PS2 and PS1 and then just vanished forever. Well, see, that's the thing. It was kind of like, um, it's kind of like you see in a lot of other things where Twisted Metal is like the lucky golden egg, right? Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of things came in to be knockoffs of it, and it they didn't like, do well enough. 
like Vigilante Eight, right. I think, is yeah. one of them. And then, and then there was a there's the, there was a fucking WWE one. Yeah, <laughs> and there's one other one I can't even remember the name of right now. That's the, also up there. There's also the Star Wars one, um, Battlegrounds or something. Oh, it's not Battlegrounds. Yeah, there is a see, Star that's the RTS. Yeah, there there is absolutely what? a Star Wars. Yeah, one there is. That. Maybe it's like Battle Man. Yeah, Cell Damage was on the PS or on the Xbox and mm-hmm. PS2. But yeah, yeah, there were a ton of these. Oh yeah, uh, Harm's yeah. Way, and then Metal Drift, and then it's somewhere just... around 2003, everyone went. We don't know how to iterate on that even once. Yeah, eventually people were like, "Wait, it it kind of sucks to control these." No, they're they're, they're great. It's a skill <laughs> issue. Uh, fucking fucking Dirt did one. It was a fucking Dirt one. Dirt what? Showdown. What? I, I thought that was all more just a demolition derby thing, not. Combat. That's insane. <laughs> Star Wars Demolition, mm-hmm. which came out on the PS5, by the way. So oh yeah, they did do the uh, the PS1 emulation on there. It's a there was a James Bond yeah. one. 007 Racing, but everybody has guns. So it's 007. If we don't do a Twisted Metal Month, which is entirely possible, but let's be real, everyone wants to know what's in the PS3 campaign, but no one wants to play through it. <laughs> yeah. So worth it just for that uh also no one should ever play three or four or small brawl but small brawl definitely is better than the other two in that list Mm, that's the kid one yeah um anyway (laughs) the one where jaffe wasn't able to put as much of inspiration as he wanted to it i forgot about that (laughs) i forgot about that jaffe's like oh yeah it's for kids great uh so uh he should kill his bully they're like Jeffy, no, no. He should also drive on large women. He should also. Oh God, that's right. He fuck. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we might be able to get some quotes out of Jaffe for the fucking soundboard. Who knows? <laughs> uh, so, Blizzard news. Uh, World of Warcraft has gotten a lot better in the last year. They launched that new Dragonflight expansion. People seem pretty positive on it. A lot of changes seem to be making people happy. Uh, a lot of this is being attributed to the fresh new talent they got in over the past like year and a half, two years. Uh, a lot of which is going to be leaving. Oh. Uh, despite the best efforts of the game directors to keep them on, guess why they're leaving? Let's go, Dan. Uh, we talked a bit ago about their weird ranked assessment system where you have to punish part of the staff at all times um so i'm gonna guess that good guess bob i actually know so i'll refrain from answering okay aggro they know that uh microsoft acquiring activeblizz would have immediately fixed all workplace problems and since that looks like it's not happening <laughs> they've left to go work at microsoft where everything is fine uh turns out the answer is they're ending force they're ending remote work no exceptions oh yep wow god Damn it. They're one of those companies run by run by the eight the psychos who are like, if you're not in the how am I supposed to abuse you if you're not in the office? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of negative things going around the EA, but at least with respawn on Star Wars. On Star Wars, they came out like, yeah, we're just able to do work from home if they want to. Like that's not we're not some hard enforcement of it here. Mm-hmm. At least that. Yeah. 
Man, that's a crazy reason to lose a lot of good talent. It yeah, sure is. That, that's just brain rot. Like every time I see an executive complaint about it, like, well, we found out that the uh, they're spending a lot of time not working. Are they turning in all the work you've been requiring? But but they're not spending the whole time. Are they finishing their projects? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that, that matters. The work getting done and the quality of it. No, that's not what matters to execs. Though. It's not about productivity. It's about an increase in human suffering. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. I, I honestly, I'm starting to think it's not even an executive level. It's below that, where it's like if they're not in an office, I can't look like I'm busy managing them. Yeah. Um, oh, alleged, yeah. Allegedly, the directors over at Blizzard were like, "These people are good. They're doing their work. Well, there's no reason to lose them because." You you want to completely irrationally force them into this office and they and just le Blizzard act seemingly it seems to be anybody actually at Blizzard was like please no but Activision executives no I, I, company wide no exceptions and a lot of it's insane because like yeah you hired people like halfway around the country because it's right. work from home yeah they cannot right it's literally impossible uh -huh. but it's still enforced on them yep. Crazy. No, just come buy a house near the office. Bitch, come to what? Right? <laughs> I didn't. It's really insane that, like, well, I know why it is because these companies own multi million dollar, like, corporate establishments that if sitting empty makes, the, makes all the executives contemplate suicide. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, guys. You guess what? Your bum ass salaries will go a lot further if someone can live somewhere with a more that's more affordable to live, right? And yeah. work for you, and then you can attract better like, talent. Is you seem to have done. <laughs> you know what? You, you know what happened? You know what happened during the pandemic? Voice tracks for the English voice tracks for games got a lot better because mm -hmm. everyone had to work remotely and a lot of people who didn't live in fucking California or in a suburb of that fucking city in Texas Funimation exists in yeah. could be in things. So the, you got all these fucking talented people now brought in technology made things better. And you're sitting here. I, I get, I guess if it doesn't involve a hideous looking fucking JPEG of an ape, you're not interested. Right. Or s historical figures talking. <laughs> Like this is supposed to be. This is how it sh it should work. The technology makes everything better. It increase it increases the talent pool exponentially. People don't have to all move to the same place in the country and drive the fucking cost of living through the ceiling to work somewhere. But no, you you can't power trip if your employees aren't all physically near you. Right. It's it's tragic. It's tragic that. You know, once again, it's like I said a few weeks ago on Big Think Dimension, where it's like, you would like to believe us getting more and more powerful tools to make things would enrich and better the lives of the individuals, but it never seems to. It will always just enrich the pockets of the people at the top yeah. because of shit like this. Because mm -hmm. this was a grand opportunity for it to literally do that. Right. It'd yeah, be like, yeah, live somewhere affordable and do work from where you, you live your life and work for us. But most jobs and anyone who's worked a fucking normal ass retail job even can tell you companies are psychopathic. They think they own you. Yeah, absolutely. You're not a human. You don't you have can a be life. called at any moment. And if you don't show up that, that day uh -huh. within that hour, you could well be fired. Right. 
And that's within their rights? You failed them somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we should, we should move on. What was I going to say? Okay, mm -hmm. last, last little bit of news. Uh, Sony announced a Final Fantasy 16 PS5 bundle, only for Japan right now, I think. Um, or the bundle might have been announced for America, but yeah, the I think we got the, the, the battle. We got the bundle here. Does it have the uh, fancy oh, shit? No. God, no. Oh, yeah, the, the bundle it. is just the system in the game. Nothing special. Also announced as a controller and plates for the console that have like magic circle shit that presumably will be in that game all over them. The controller's neat. It's not as neat as the God of War one. Yeah, I, I, I initially was like, this is pretty cool, but then I just kept looking and I was like, this is... I feel like this could be a lot better. I like the plates a lot. Yeah, the plates for the system are pretty neat. I wish the art were bigger on it. Yeah, a little bit bigger would be nice. Because it feels like it's just like, here's this tiny thing in the middle. It's like, no, you spread it out. It feels like when the, the photo kiosk isn't working right, and it's like, yeah, I can blow that up to an 8x10. <laughs> Cool margins. <laughs> I, that's what I wanted. They should be brave and make the uh, the PS3 for Final Fantasy 13 2 is a plates for the PS5. I where mean, it's just it's just Lightning's face like blown up insanely oh my large. God, and that. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. They should. We should have an entire bootleg market of branded characters on plates, just to spite these assholes for not selling plates. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's it for Chris news. So we're going to head to Bob. Bob, before you start, though, I just wanted to say, because I was trying to get it out earlier. Yeah. If you're interested in Twisted Metal and we don't do a theme month and you want to know what games to play, it is in this order of increasing quality <laughs> to head on black. Tonally two and head on. In fact, that's actually a total curve, too. Huh. So that works perfectly. There you go. Those are my recommendations. I think the PS4 version of Black is fine. I think miraculously that was okay. Great. But I'm not positive on that, so don't quote me on it. <laughs> Anyways, hey, Bob, what's up? Um, Hexadrive announced a new game. Hexadrive? Those are the people who made the famed and appreciated third birthday. Yes. Uh, and they've done a ton of other things. They do a lot of game. ports usually, yeah, too. They, they, like they, they did that they, Zone, Zone of the, the Enders port. And yeah, they fixed the Zone of the Enders uh, HD PS3 version. Yeah. They, they've done a lot of little things in the background. Like, they're, they're often one of those companies that's just, like, Shadow I was Project. Here too. Yeah, I mean, we reached the end of a game. I don't even remember which one. Mm -hmm. But Hexadrive Drive was there, and we, like, I just screamed. Yeah, we... Like, I, what are you doing? Wasn't it fucking Wind Waker HD? Oh, God, I think it was. I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Shoo! Scram! <laughs> uh, but they're working on a game that they seem to be self-publishing, because I didn't see any other names on it. Uh, it's called Bright Tracer. You play as like this uh, robot looking dude in a sci-fi uh, like VR looking world. And uh, you just run around doing uh, high speed platforming. So you're always running forward and you have to like dodge and duck under stuff. The, the robot design looks somewhere between an Apple product and iRobot. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the movie, the same the movie thing. just to be clear. No, no, there's, there's a distinction. Apple fans will know. 
<laughs> I, I don't know, Dan. I remember everyone saying it, they look like Apple IMAX when the iRobot well, came that, out. Well, that's the, the shit looked different back then. I'm talking modern. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I, anyway, what the fuck is you run around and there's a sky rift and there are lasers. Yeah, you're mostly you're, you're seemingly running really quickly forward and you get like speed boost and wall running and uh, you have to. I think that you can deflect stuff back at, at enemies shooting at you, too. Something like that. This it, looks really neat. Yeah, it's pretty neat looking. Uh, is it only coming out on Steam? Uh, I don't believe they gave us a consoles. Like, yeah, what? it looks like it's just coming out on Steam and it's due out in May. Yeah. Man, that's crazy, right? Um, I have a tagline for this. Tell me if this has been stolen. Everybody runs. I feel like that'll be a pretty good marketing line. Isn't that the tagline for literally every Tom Cruise movie? No, that's Tom Cruise runs. <laughs> oh, you're right. That's a very different statement. <laughs> Yeah, that and except, Tom Cruise almost dies. Except for the one Tom Cruise movie where it was Everybody Runs, Minority Report. <laughs> I still need to watch that at some you point. You still haven't... Yeah, I showed you Vanilla Sky, but not... I, yeah, I don't know why. I assume Minority Report doesn't end with half an hour of... This is what happened in the movie. And, and, then, <laughs> and then my parents going, I didn't get it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a huge part of why I showed you Vanilla Sky. <laughs> Um, next thing, another a game from a very small dev that seemingly is somewhat new for this one, uh, called Leftover. That's the name of the dev. Yeah, that's all one concatenated word. Uh, it's called Ashra the Striker is the name of the game, and it's absolutely just blatantly them making Space Harrier but 3D graphics. Oh yeah, I saw you. I saw you watching the trailer for this. That was that was pretty blatant. Yeah, like all the same enemies, even the Rick Doms. For anyone under the age of 40. Yeah. Who is curious, what is a Space Harrier? Uh, it's an arcade game from the late 80s uh, where you, well, anyway, the perspective's behind you and you fly around on a 2D axis and shoot forward. See, mm. it's like a predecessor to Star Fox and Panzer Dragoon. It used super scalar graphics. This was like somebody going, I can do this in 3D. Uh, but it's the exact same game, but now you play as a pretty low robot lady. We all played Yakuza 0, Dan. Of course. I you, thought this is so funny that that's how they play it. Right. No, your it, history. Buy a Yakuza. It, it, it's fucked up how I think the best versions of Space Harrier and Outrun you can play are inside Yakuza games. That's so <laughs> fucked up. It, I mean, at least there's a really cool version of Space Harrier on the 3DS. Uh, yeah, that's... Yeah. Also, yes, that is the game that says, Welcome to the Fantasy Zone. Get ready. Even though it is not Fantasy Zone, that is a different game. Yeah, always confused me especially Bayonetta. when that showed up in bayonetta yeah bayonetta says it and you go oh we're doing a fantasy zone segment that it's a space area segment you go right yeah i guess damn it <laughs> if it's not obvious Kami is a big fan he uh, the reason i found out about this game is he tweeted about it there you go <laughs> so that looks cool it's also only for pc so far um i don't think we got luckily it's it. steam and not it, it, they just said may okay yeah like a Steam and not Epic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next thing, Lily got announced for Tekken 8. That's cool. Woo! 
saw the announcement and I'm like, I bet Chris is excited. Scrolls back to see the tweet where Chris is excited. <laughs> I think it would have been crazy if Oscar was in it, but Lily wasn't. That like, would have been savage. Yeah, that, that's yeah. just I leaving money on the table. I did not expect her at launch. I did not expect her at launch because this is like, yeah, we, we're not using any shit from Tekken 7. This is only going to have like 18 characters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This it's is still now... a Tekken game, where, so it's like it has to have too many characters, more than you expect. This is, a, this is a Tekken game made by Namco not being distracted making Smash. Or or Soul Calibur, I guess they weren't working on Soul Calibur when the last second was coming out. Mm. I think they have different teams, but I, I bet there was overlap in the dev time because Tekken Seven and Soul Calibur Six were. I had to look past you at the Soul Calibur Five poster <laughs> to make sure I didn't miss one. Right. Uh, those that was close enough, but yeah, different teams, different teams. Oh yeah, and they introduced Lily's cat, Salt. Yes. Yes. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's great seeing the high res, great rendered cat. <laughs> also, uh, what's the name of that cool ass dude from New York? The black dude. He has a cat too, apparently named Sugar. I think. I, he only had a dog before. It's a cat. oh, it's a dog. Yes. Yeah. It was like the divide, and I was like, <laughs> "That's funny as shit." Yeah, Sugar is Leroy Smith's dog. Leroy Smith. Thank you. I've literally never played as Leroy Smith. I need to. Yeah, I want to know. His trailers looked great. I love his personality. Yeah, he was great in that anime. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, but yeah, his dog being named Sugar's too fucking funny. <laughs> I didn't. I did not add this that up. This is the That's divide. <laughs> God, yeah. Tekken Eight's gonna be so goddamn good, you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be Tekken without giant load times. That looks absolutely insane. I really, that's all I need. I really hope uh, they take that page from Street Fighter's book of like, no rematch in less than a second. Yes, yes. I saw and that, this, and and this one I don't think is gonna even have any version on last gen. So yeah, SSDs everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is an asset. I don't know why Street Fighter's on last gen. Sorry to people with the PS4, but having the whole community be able to load instantly makes a difference in a fighting game. And it also is just really weird to be like, you're going to support this game for the next like seven or eight years. Yeah, really? this is this is the Street Fighter of this generation. Like, imagine five was on the PS3, as though it needed more problems. Mm-hmm. They they might just be like a year from now, be like, okay, here's Super Street Fighter 6. You can pay for an upgrade. You don't have to buy the whole game again. The upgrade does not exist for PS4. Yeah, that, that would make sense. Or at least, like, there is no PS4 version of that game, but you could upgrade from your PS4 disc to Super on 5. Yeah, like, yeah. it would make sense. I don't know if they're... I don't know what they're going to do because it feels crazy to keep working on stuff for that. For at that least long. at least we know a thing like that is possible mm -hmm. because of the director's cut for Death Stranding and things like that, where it's just this is a different game. Heck, even the New Horizon DLC is only on PS5. <laughs> That's true. Man, that means Agro didn't play. I'm so sorry, Agro. Um, <sighs> uh, one last Tekken thing. Uh-huh. Uh, they showed some stuff. Uh, one of them was like Kazuya's match intro where he like falls from the sky because he was obviously, you know, in devil gene, in devil Kazuya form. And I just saw people being like, I forgot about the devil thing. I thought he was jumping out of the Fortnite battle bus. Oh my God. <laughs>
I you was just pan up and there's a floating mountain Heihachi's up there. <laughs> right. I yes. always just assume he's been tossed off some cliff for it, some reason. It's just fucking <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. There's just floating mountains up there. <laughs> oh yeah, isn't Heihachi dead now? Yeah, I think they said that yeah, he, he is died just in seven. Dead. Which One I don't second, even remember. Let me check. That dude died in 2005 last I checked. The intro told me so. It said Harada is like, no, he's not coming back. He is dead. They better reuse the intro from five. It better be like, hey, Hachi Mashima is dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, we haven't they haven't announced either Ninja yet. Like, we don't have. Uh... Oh, shit. They better have both. Yeah, I know. I'm like, they're both really good. Yeah, they're both excellent. Raven and Master Raven? Is that yes. what, Okay, I was like, there's no way she's just Master Raven, right? <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it, but... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm really hoping Fang Wei gets announced, both because I like Fang Wei and <laughs> how pissed other people with better characters would be. I know. If it got in. <laughs> Look, Fang Wei is quintessential, like, kung fu movie villain. Yeah, I want to see that in the new res, and I want to see what they do with his insane muscles. Also, isn't he one of the coolest parts of Five's intro where he slams his foot into the ground and does that awesome like move forward through the rain? Yes, yes. yes. I love Tekken, you guys. <laughs> uh, Tekken's I, so good. Tekken Eight feels like the Tekken I've been waiting for since Five. I don't like fighting games. I fucking love Tekken. <laughs> Oh man, please give me a good like single player content. Do, yeah. do something even like Dark Resurrection on the PSP mm -hmm. where it's just these are arcades. Like I don't even care. Yeah, it doesn't Tekken even need to be force like mode. <laughs> There's definitely going to be some kind of story mode cuz they have to continue with right. The weird cyberpunk dystopia that Tekken became. Yeah, they have to deal with the corporate wars. Yeah, and I think that, that they tease that Gene is now out in a good boy again or something it's like you, you kind of had to do a lot of murder this is going to be hard to earn well well i don't know it's kind of like the last of us right you do a little bit of murder and then you you level out <laughs> we're gonna have the abby scenes <laughs> it's just like gene strangling Kazi and like calm down no i'm stronger than you <laughs> Anyway, hey, Bob, what's the next piece of news? Um, we got uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus was going to have a beta next month in May. They delayed that. They're like, we want to get this 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 code working better before we do a beta even. <laughs> yeah. So it's not coming next month. We don't know when it's coming. I'm still excited for that. Yeah. No, I think this is still really cool. I, I enjoyed Grand Blue a good bit, and I'd, I'd love to see it with all these new features they're putting on. I would love to see it load correctly at yes. decent speeds. That's all I want. I want to play that single player, but I don't want to wait a minute for a match where I fight three of the same dude mm -hmm. in a row. Yeah. Yeah, that, that made that a drag. Yeah. So I'm very excited. This uh, is a good year for fighting games. It really is. And as it turns out, a good year for games. Because we got all these fighting games things. We got Spider-Man 2, which still hasn't been shown. We got Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. We got Pe Peacock's Armored Twisted Core. Metal series. <laughs> so we got Armored Core. Did you, I, did you see that stupid fucking Twitter post going around being like, Sony has rumor Sony's next showcase will blow your nuts off. Like they, it, it's some <laughs> supposed insider and they specifically <laughs> use the phrase, will blow your nuts off. <laughs> 
man, Jeff Grubb's language got colorful, but he's still up to the same old bit. So it's like, yeah, I'm we're kind of due for one. I mean, I, I'm just imagining like Tony's like, here's Spider-Man. Here's Wolverine. Here's Final Fantasy again. Here's Street yeah. Fighter. Here's here's Silent Hill 2. Here's Metal Gear Solid 3. Here's God knows what else we're fucking working on. The five games here's, that have been leaked in some degree over the last three months. It's getting yeah, here's one. Here's a couple of those multiplayer things. Here's Corey Barlog's new single player thing that he was making instead of God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, that would be awesome. It's uh, it's going to be. It's going to be. They don't really have any good. reason to pretend to be enfeebled now. Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people were saying that. Apparently, they were holding the cards that close to the chest in order to prevent the acquisition. But I feel like like ever since that E3 with the church and everything else, Sony's PR has gotten so weird. Like, mm -hmm. remember launch year when they wouldn't tell us the price and release date of the console until two months before it launched? I, I assume that was a plan to try and do what they did to Xbox originally, hmm. like they did with the PS4, where it's like, we went second. We're just going to cut your throat. Uh, I'm pretty sure the PS4 showcase happened well before the Xbox One. I think Xbox no. waited a month and a half to shoot their own foot. I, I remember that E3. Right, yeah. The Sony unveiled at February. So, okay, but we the, didn't find out anything about it. We yeah. didn't know shit about it other than the PS4 exists. Yeah, we didn't have prices and stuff. I mean, yeah, we didn't have prices, but we knew... There was focus on games. There, there was actually good specs, RAM wise, and a bunch of other. Yeah, things. we found out all that stuff, but we didn't like, like new it. IPs and stuff. But they did get the biggest PR win in video game history at that E3, where they yes, went second, they did. and they're just like, "We're a hundred dollars less, and you can use used games." Yeah, this is how you share games. Yeah, that's fair. They were probably doing that. Either way, I'm just saying there's a larger trend of Sony just holding their cards insanely close to their chest to a point that I think it's detrimental to them. I think there are a lot of people right now, like I was in a fucking Twitch chat earlier today where people like the PS5 has games. I'm like, you know, if they showed off more of what's coming out, people would probably yeah. get rid of a little bit of that right. energy. Because I, I get it right now. The slate is literally Spider-Man 2, which is question mark. Publicly sure. pl question yes. mark. Which to some people, that's all that exists. Yes, what exactly. they publicly said, yeah. Uh, and then Final Fantasy 16. Yeah. And Final Fantasy 7. Right. Again. Remake part two. Yeah. Yes. yes. But the, even that, I feel like, is far enough out and with a vague enough date that people are put in that Spider-Man space of like, is it real? I mean, some people just need to be hit with a bat that says 12 different games. Yeah, absolutely. Like, And you shouldn't dole out your thing slowly because those people will never be impressed. No. Yeah, like... well. I was thinking today, like, that Armor Core trailer was amazing. Yes. Imagine if that just showed up in the middle of some big event. Right. Because there's always the, the moment of, like, wait, what is this? Oh, no. We're seeing more of Armor Core. Right. <laughs> I would have screamed because that trailer was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And it constantly ramps up, like, all the crazy new mechs you can use and how it is, like, all those are back. Like, oh, yeah, there's here's a tank. <laughs> yeah. And they even just went, hey, guys, uh, we have big bosses, but now they have interesting designs. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. And then they're like, watch this armored core mech move like a normal armored core mech. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> um Yeah. Uh and also every time I just want to say this is how it goes every time. Someone goes, 
The PS5 has games, and every time I have to put my hands away from the keyboard because I go, yeah, I'm literally playing all the same games as you, but they run well. Yeah. <laughs> like, because that's the reality of it. You want to talk about why it's so great owning a next-gen console? Mm-hmm. Or Spoken is the only game I've seen run bad in two and a half years. I'm excited to pick up Star Wars at launch and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. It, it's funny the bit, like, this is the these have been the most valuable new consoles to me because it's just it runs good right it runs good it loads fast mm-hmm. not all <laughs> i can go back and play games i missed during eighth gen and they run better and look better yes and load faster uh-huh yeah it's a really great feeling yeah it is it it's great it feels like the ps2 era again which is why i totally don't get people being like uh this is the next gen i'm like no it is it, it's it's higher res and it looks better and it runs better and it loads really fast that sure is what the ps2 was like go fuck yourself <laughs> uh but anyway yeah i got one more really important piece of news here yep Boop. it's a totally spy video game you can't escape it's coming to consoles and pc in 2024 uh microids is publishing it that's all we know going to coincide with the uh, reboot of the cartoon. Yes. The age of totally spies has come again. You can't escape it. Hold on to your precious vanilla morals, kids. <laughs> They're going out the fucking window. Things have to get even weirder this time. I don't I can't know if that's possible. I'm until sure. I raid someone in the year 2026. And the clip that plays when I raid them because they're using that system that automatically pulls one of your popular clips is me doing an Alex Jones voice while playing the Totally Spies game going, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to get children into BDSM. Well, I'm not having it. I'm very excited for that moment when I just have to go. I I don't actually sound like alex jones just to be clear <laughs> we, we, we all have to accept that the when totally spies comes back it's going to be even more blatant in a bizarre attempt to be self-aware yeah yeah it's gonna be wow this entire episode's done by from foot level and they never wear shoes <laughs> that's fucking weird is i mean it, it's being directed by a veteran totally spies director and again they're french <laughs> <laughs> this is just normal to them right this is how they live and breathe. It'd be hilarious if this thing was insanely high budgeted, like they got various different animation studios to work on it. No. We got like Ezo Ken <gasps> level of animation. No. <laughs> Trigger jumps in to do the boob episode. <laughs> yeah, honestly, totally spy should just be pop team epic when it comes back. I mean. I mean, that was my main problem with Pop Team Epic was that I, I couldn't really, you know, work up a good chub to it. <laughs> there are so many questions raised by that one joke that I will not address. And I will say, well, that's it for the news this week. <laughs> I don't feel like asking Gagro what he's doing. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Uh, I hear tomorrow we're going to debunk aggro. Tomorrow we're going to prove Dead Island 2 is probably a game. 
<laughs> because we're going to death stream all of dead island 2 tomorrow sounds like a psyop but okay <laughs> how did you get an ai to fake a game that quickly uh so i have a 4090 <laughs> that'll do it david jaffe sent us some prompts yeah he sent us some prompts he's becoming a prompt whisperer and you know he's also a game designer so we thought yeah why not uh hey chris what are you oh and for anyone who's curious majora's mask is probably next friday but hey chris what are you doing in the next week rise of the tomb raider rise of the shadow of the rise of the t the tomb raider she became the tomb raider at the end of the last one so i'm very excited to see if they just explicitly roll that back and she's like bumbling around like a dipshit again there's certainly no reason i didn't play it after the first hour It's on the PS5 now. Maybe whatever technical <laughs> problems will be ironed out. Yeah. Maybe it'll be an, a nice upgrade and uh, it won't be there. I won't find out why multiple people went the second one. Oh, no. I hope when they I told fix them, the input lag. That's all I re truly uh, hope for you. That's uh, <laughs> fine. I live through seventh gen on a shitty LCD. Yeah. Yeah, you really nothing compares to that. Even cloud gaming is better than that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> fucking the fucking OLED can hold this game up on its fucking shoulders if it has to. Uh also people wanted me for some reason the whole stream to 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 say, hey, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection sold a million copies. I never expected it to not. But hey, that's that's news, I guess. Neat. Game game sold well. I have no, I had no doubt it would sell this well. It will continue to sell well. We will get a new battle network. Maybe, so, maybe it'll be good this time. I'm so you can't make that game in 2020, right? Three or four or five. You cannot make the game where you just run to the opposite ends of the content over and over. I am excited for them to do a 3D one, um, and I want the skybox to look like a Winamp visualizer, not a normal fucking skybox. It'd be really cool to see that, like get. Fidelity wise, like a good looking Pokemon. Well, like, like imagine if Pokemon looked nice all the time. Like when it you know, when it gets close to the characters, it mm -hmm. looks pretty nice. Yeah. But it's pulled out, it doesn't. So imagine it was like that, but it just looked good all the time. I'm really disappointed with how Mega Man looks on the title screen to the Battle Network Legacy Collection. Oh yeah? Yeah, I wish he looked better. Uh, that doesn't quite look good enough in the face for me. Mm, I guess when it's literally is showing you his face, it really, yeah. the, high, the standard is pretty they, high. They got him to like turn away and start humming and making sounds and singing a song. And I'm like, what is he? I can't hear him under the music because they did the audio wrong for the title screen. But um, the rest of his model, like all of it looks great. Cool. I just wish his face looked a little bit better. I, I really want to see that. He's a VTuber. Yeah. He, he basically uh, is. By, by the way, that fucking collection has already sold a million copies. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Um, people wanted me to mention that this whole stream. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had no doubt it would sell a million. Anyways. I still don't want to ask him. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyways. Hey, Agro, what are you doing in the next week? Jacking it to cartoons! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Thank 
you very much for tolerating this episode of Big Think Dimension. Big Think Dimension is only possible thanks to your support over at patreon.com slash Podcast. So this is your fault. I hope you enjoyed Isolation 119 and various commentary tracks. I hope it was all worth it.